This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. This episode of the History of Bad Ideas is sponsored by the Cincinnati Comic Expo. If you missed the Cincinnati Comic Expo in 2016, it will be returning to the Duke Energy Center in Cincinnati, Ohio in 2017, September 22nd through the 24th. Want to know what you missed out on? Go to the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page, and they have all their panels with Stan Lee, John Barrowman, and many, many others. Also want to know what else you're missing out on? Check out History of Bad Ideas podcast number 143 as we have sit-down interviews with several of the guests at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Again, September 22nd through the 24th of 2017. Get your tickets at the beginning of the year. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 145. I'm Jason. I am Jeff. I'm Slim Shady. Yeah. All the other Slim Shadies are just imitation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That goes with our top five tonight. Ooh, Who's the real Slim there's Shady? A, there's a tease. There's a tease. Not really a tease when I just give it away. <laughs> <laughs> tease. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. your favorite Eminem songs? Maybe. Oh. Uh, <laughs> favorite Eminem songs. Who the fuck put their radio or their phone on sound? Come on! It's that was a, Jeff, the producer. Phone. <laughs> We're a professional organization. Jeff, the I producer. I haven't seen a check yet to be considered professional. Here's a business card. Oh, oh, we are professional. Okay. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Blake's back. Yay! Yay! Hello, my name is Blake. I like to podcast. I'm a little rusty. <laughs> Time out. Are you from Westworld? I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. Yeah. No, I, I just uh, feel like I haven't been on for several weeks. I had this, like a little mini vacation. You deserted us. And I felt... In a way, too. almost, yes. But can I explain myself? Oh, you could. It doesn't mean we're not going to give you shit about it. Uh, you know, I've had my life organized in my little iPhone here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And for some reason, I forgot to put in the Cincinnati Comic Expo weekend. Mm. So, you know, once a year we make a Cleveland Hodge to go see a Cleveland professional sports team. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the Browns, sometimes the Indians. Sometimes you know, both. With, like, Dr. Bednar and our Cleveland buddies. I thought you said professional team. You said the Browns in there. I know. It's relative. It's a relative Oh, you mean term. the opposite team that they're playing. Yeah, they're playing. it's relative. Okay. Well, yeah, on a side note, every Browns game we go to, we pick one that we think we can win, but we're wrong. We just lose <laughs> in the most unbelievable fucking way. 
and I can make a podcast of every single crazy ass way we've lost, starting with the Dwayne Rudd helmet throw. Okay. Well, the good news is this last this last week you just got your asses kicked. There was no spectacular yeah, way but, of losing. It was yeah, welcome back, Tom true. Brady. Yeah, exactly. Hey, here's your cure for your four week miss. Yeah, four week. Do you missing. think the NFL on purpose said, "Well, he's got a four game suspension. Who should we put the Patriots against in Week Five? Well, the Browns would be great warm up for the yeah. Bengals." <laughs> Oh, it's going to get ugly this oh, week, too. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, anyways, we made the Cleveland Hodge, right? Uh-huh. And so I committed with Dr. Bednar and a couple of our friends to go up for a Cleveland Indians game, mm-hmm. which was a good choice because we're in the playoffs. Yes. Playoffs. And then just by luck, another buddy of mine said, hey, I've got the corporate suite for Cleveland Indians on Friday night. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. Saturday, I'm going out with Dr. Bednar and the gang, and then my other buddy is like corporate suite, meet other old buddies and friends. So I got Friday and Saturday, and then you guys reminded me the Cincinnati Expo is that weekend, <laughs> and I already committed to that stuff and reservations, and everything else to go to. It's good news; it's not like the expo sponsors us or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh wait. Oh, you want you but, want to know what the kicker is? Let's, let's, let's kick I forgot what weekend it was as well. <laughs> That was my wedding anniversary weekend, too. Uh, <laughs> and the old lady was coming up with us. And she's like, okay, we'll do Cleveland Saturday night. And then I'm like, hey, great news. We're going to do Cleveland Friday night, too. She's like, okay, we'll do Cleveland Friday night. Until the week of, she finally said something. And was like, you know, this is our anniversary weekend. And I said, and we're going to Cleveland hey! for it. Hey! <laughs> And what better weekend than to spend it with fraternity brothers and my parents? Happy anniversary, honey. <laughs> you could have gone over and seen uh, Tony and Brian from Salty Language. They're up there in that area. Yeah, I could have. <laughs> or Mark from Tangent Bound Network, which Mark's we're on. a little closer to Cleveland. Yeah, Mark is. Uh, Toledo isn't just a, oh, we'll just go over for a couple hours to visit. I'll be yeah. honest. Uh, nobody ever says we'll go to Toledo to visit. Ever. Nobody. Uh, yeah, you drive through Toledo. They have a Carl's Wiener yeah, bar. You don't stop in Toledo. You drive through Toledo. <laughs> you drive around Toledo. <laughs> Well, my actually, family yeah, went you do, to vacation. Actually, my family went to vacation to Toledo every year uh-huh. when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. So somebody went. Uh huh. Yeah, good for them. I'm not saying it was a good vacation, <laughs> but I'm saying my dad had friends that moved up there, and they had a big party every summer, and that was our vacation. Mm. They have a zoo. Yeah, <laughs> we've got one here. I don't need to drive to Toledo <laughs> to see a zoo. But do they have a dead Harambe? Probably not. Neither do there we anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have oh, one. Did you see the Halloween costume yes. thing? I thought the, the Harambe. Yes. Sexy <laughs> Sexy Harambe. Sexy Harambe. I feel like the sexy Halloween costumes yeah. have jumped the shark. <laughs> I feel like it's over. Well, you know, Matthew from uh, Passion Bite Podcast, I believe, it, had mm-hmm. posted a, a bunch of uh, culture appropriation uh, Halloween warning costumes. And oh. I so wanted to post... Thanks for the great ideas this year. <laughs> but I didn't know if he was being sarcastic or if he's actually serious about that stuff. Who the fuck is buying a sexy har- uh, Harambe girl oh, outfit? Me? Uh, Don't you think I would look good in a sexy Harambe I'm going outfit? as Ken Bone this year from the, yeah. the debate. <laughs> That's what I'm going as. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so to sum it up, yeah, it was a great <laughs> wedding anniversary weekend. I had to pay with a lot of... Nice cards and, you know, nice meals. Uh, 
You forgot her bir- birthday one year. Yeah. Due to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> you forgot the anniversary. Yeah. How do you stay married? I think she's too invested at this point. Oh, okay. She's <laughs> too invested to cut her losses. It's a good call. It's a good call. She's pot committed. She's pot committed. <laughs> she's all in. Well, <laughs> I made my bed. I guess I got a lot in it. Yeah, you know. She made it past the fourth street check, and now she's on the fifth card. She's like, fuck it. Oh. Whatever flips, I'm all in. So, so I got to ask, Blake, were you hiding from us or someone else on Facebook? Because all the pictures that all the other people you're up there said, oh, we're having a great time with so, 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 and not Blake Edwards. That's another long story. <laughs> so were you hiding from us or is there someone else you were hiding from? No, I, while I was up there, I overcommitted to other people, and I was supposed to meet Dr. Bednar way earlier in the day and spend the day up there. And oh, so, so you actually weren't with him at I that time. I actually weren't with him during the day. We met up before the game. And so they're like, so the whole plan was we we're all going to be there, except I was going to be there too, but I was so far behind with brunches with people. And my mom and dad, because I promised to see that. Brunches. I got brunches. Let me get my pinky out. Brunches. In Cleveland. Exactly. You have a problem with brunch? Yeah. No, but it sounds very uh, you know, <laughs> but, rich like. I mean, so I had to do it. It's the best meal of the day. Yeah. Do you have it breakfast before meal. brunch? Because you, you sleep like, in. You don't miss even breakfast. Wake up and have breakfast. But still Come have on. breakfast with a little bit of lunch. It's the best meal of the day. You're absolutely right. Okay. So they made it a point to go to all these places around downtown Cleveland and note that I was absent because <laughs> I was supposed to be there. Well, you're here, though. You know, man, so many social commitments, so little time. Oh, look at you, Mr. Popular. Yeah. I have brunch and then I have all my friends. <laughs> Fuck the Cincinnati people. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you better let me know when the expo is right now. So September 22nd through the 24th next year. All right, Write I'm putting it, down. it in my iPhone on the next break. Okay. So I'm there. But yeah, I missed the Cincinnati expo. I was able to listen time. to a little bit of the stuff with your... It was a good um, time. It was a good time. Yeah, and uh, I just want to say... I knew Big Dev was big. Uh-huh. Yeah. But well, he's, he's big. a big motherfucker. He's a big son of a bitch. He's huge. He's a uh, big everywhere. Just he's letting you know. Huge. Just letting you know. Exactly. Just saying. Just everywhere. Like, you, you, you felt it during the hug. Huh? Ladies yeah, everywhere. The hug. Uh, you know, where'd you feel it? On your chest? I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, you look like a little Muppet doll next to that guy. <laughs> His, his, a his arms were the size of your head, for Christ's sake. His biceps were the size of your bald head and neck. I mean, this guy is huge. I mean, I've seen I've seen the dev art that you know artists have you know that he can, uh-huh. has them do for him for sidekicks. So I know he's a big guy, and henceforth the big dev. But mm. holy crap, he's a huge man. <laughs> you should have had he's put his. He should have had him put his fist up next to your face for perspective. I mean, he's he's like, uh, oh, what's his name? He's like uh, the wrestler guy. Andre, Andre the Giant? Andre the Giant. She's just call him Dev the Giant from now on. <laughs> Dev the Giant is big fucking podcast. So next year, we're going to have Doug and his ape hand yeah. versus <laughs> Big Doug Dev. Doug and his Big Dev and his you know, big, big bulbous hands. Bulbous hands. <laughs> 
We, pre- we apologize to Deb. <laughs> I mean, when Deb was down here, did he have to get a hotel room and shit in the tub? Like Andre the Giant? Because he's too big for the toilet? The good news is that Deb listens to this at like 6 in the morning on Wednesday, so this is going to be really great for him. No, but that's a true story. WWF fans can verify. Yes. Andre, Andre the Giant. You read about that poor guy's struggles. Oh, yeah. With drinking beer. Because he had to drink like 48 packs in order to get a buzz. He's too big. And he was so big for toilets, he would actually have to poop in the tub. That's disgusting. And have people come (laughs) clean it out for him. Anyways, well, we are very... Can you imagine a turd that size? (laughs) Holy crap. So we've devolved to pooping in the tub discussions now. We're the professional podcast on the Tangerbound Network. Anyways, I'm back. Uh, yes, welcome back, Blake. <laughs> what the hell? Did, how the hell did I get down this road? It was a lot quieter it's last guys year. Fault. <laughs> week. Uh, week. Whatever. Tangerbound Network, where else are uh, have they not kicked us off yet? We're not kicked off. Danger Entertainment. Danger. Danger Entertainment. Geek Life Radio. Uh, Geek Life Radio, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, every Friday. And uh, we're on uh, WeBeGeeksPC.com. Yeah, so we love them too. Download us at iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. Yeah, and any hate, place mm-hmm. hopefully that you can listen to podcasts. Yes. And if you hate Apple, yeah, go to Libsyn. A um, couple things here. Um, let's do the Twitter poll of the week first, and then we'll get to the other story Twitter time. poll of the week. This is from you, Blake. What General Mills monster cereal is the best? Yes. Uh, here's the options: Yummy Mummy, Frankenberry, Count Chocula, and Booberry. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is nationwide, right? Yeah. Frontier cereals? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure that, you know, it's not just They, they you know, bring them back Midwest. for Halloween specifically. Yes, they do. Yeah, now I, they... I, was, I was doing a little research on monster cereals Ooh, earlier. Oh, please tell us. Well, well, one, obviously, we can only include four, and there are five monster cereals. What's the fifth one? So we left Fruit Brood off. Yes. Fruit yes. Brood. Isn't that the uh, goofy werewolf guy that it came is. later? It is. Yeah. And well, was, uh, the, well, there's originally three, right? Well, and originally, Count Chocula and Frankenberry came out in the same year. I want to say 1971. Okay. Okay. Uh, Booberry came out a year later in 1972. Okay. And then I think a year after that, Fruit Brute came out. Mm-hmm. And then they got rid of Fruit Brute in like 1982. Okay. And Yummy Mummy apparently didn't come around until 1987. Oh, I apologize. So I will put late. Fruit Brute out there. Yeah, I, it's like because growing up, I didn't remember a Yummy Mummy. Even, That's why when yeah. I saw Yummy Mummy, I'm like, oh, I don't remember that one. I grew up. I'm younger than you, and yeah. I don't remember Yummy Mummy at yeah. all. So, but then uh, Yummy Mummy then was discontinued five or six years after that, and mm. then they all come back now. Well, do they all come back? Because from, yes. from what I read. The three main ones come back every year. For two years, the, they had the other two, but mm-hmm. then they discontinued them again. Uh, mm-hmm. Last uh, When I was at the store a couple weeks ago, they had all of them. They had all of them? Yes. So all Wikipedia five? was wrong. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> That's because you, That's didn't, you can't rely on Wikipedia for crying out loud. That's, they're wrong because you didn't donate, and now they can't fact check. <laughs> no footnotes on that. What was the one comedian? Ah, they give me lots and lots of knowledge. Fuck that. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, so, Yummy Mummy came in last at 0%. Because no one ever heard of it. <laughs> no. uh, second place, which I was quite disappointed. Very disappointed. 10% of the vote, Booberries. What is wrong with you people? Booberry number one. Yeah. This is actually one of our most popular polls that we've had, too. <laughs> the monster. Yeah. Uh, 35% in second place was Frankenberry. 
Mm-hmm. And number and first place at fifty five percent, fifty five percent. Over half of you people prefer Count Chocula. Uh, yes, that's right up my alley. I can't believe how much Count Chocula beat Booberries by. I'm a Count Chocula guy. I'm oh, Booberries. I'm Everybody likes chocolate. You can't go wrong with chocolate. Yes, you uh, can. Yummy Mummy is not good. I will say it is not good. So that's okay. It's at zero percent. It's like a rainbow of flavor that just doesn't mix well. Yeah, and fruit brood is too. It's not yeah. good. It's not good. Now, now the monster cereals have gone through evolutions. By the way, why is that? Ah, it's not. I mean, yeah. they. It used to be just like the Count Chocolate with the oh with the circular whatever cereal, and then the cereal then they added the, the little mushrooms later. And then they moved it to like they made it like look like his head. But by mushrooms, I'm assuming you mean marshmallows. Marshmallows, sorry, yeah, <laughs> mushrooms. I would love Jeez. to eat the mushroom cereal. Extremes. <laughs> I mean marshmallows. General Mills is now putting out sorry. the mushroom cereal, not the monster cereal uh, anymore. No, that's. Uh, I think I had that at the Grateful Dead one year. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, marshmallows, and they, they've they've changed it up after the year. So it's not that you're like. The original, like you remember as a kid, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're like a Gen Xer, but you know, maybe if you're a millennial or whatever, like, oh yeah, it's always been the same. Uh, millennial was kind of our yeah. good, good uh, you know, listener base list. Millennials nice didn't even know that tricks originally were balls. Come on. Let's try tricks were balls. Okay. Now, now they're shaped like different fruits. Are they? Yeah. Well, I think actually they might have went back to balls a couple years ago. Well, you know, as a cereal, always go back to balls. Yeah. As a cereal technology got better, mm-hmm. <laughs> they actually made the color resemble the fruit. Clark Griswold from Christmas Vacation when he's yeah. the food preservator. Um, let's see. We also had another Twitter poll of the week. This one is still up and active at Bad Ideas Podcast on uh, our Twitter page. Probably not when they listen to this though. Uh it's still on for eleven hours. Oh, okay. So it'll be up. Uh, in spirit of Westworld, when playing open world role playing games, video games, and that open world RPGs, how do you play? Uh, the uh, three options: chaos, the uh, chaos neutral, basically. Yeah, chaotic neutral. Wherever you want, uh, good and evil. In third place, at twelve percent of the vote, is chaos, chaotic neutral. Uh, at second place, which makes me feel a little bit better about the world, thirty-eight percent had evil. Evil. That, that okay. makes you feel good? That 38% yes, because it came in evil. second. <laughs> yeah, but chaos should come out of evil. Come on. And third, and first place, good, with 50% of the vote so far. I'll, you can still vote, right. though. So, I'm, I'm, so far, my I have faith in our listenership. So that's what? good. I like it. Uh, let's see. I will say that uh, when I play games like those, I always feel like I really want to go bad. And evil, but I always. But you can't bring yourself to do it. I can't. That's you get, I, you yeah. get a guilty conscience. I do. Don't you? It's like, oh man, I want. It's like, well, I don't want to kill that person. I mean, I, I mean, well, yeah. Every I, time it's like, I want to be evil. When the choice comes to be evil, I'm like, I can't be evil. That kid's stealing <laughs> bread. I should strike him down with my lightsaber. Yeah. No, well, I would do that if he's stealing. Oh. Stealing, well, he because, deserves death. <laughs> well, his whole family is starving. <laughs> See, I have no problem looting. I mean, loot there's for the loot. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's from the old D and D side of me. You know, there's loot. Take the loot. Pillaging. pillaging. Yeah, uh, pillaging. But when I, you know, I do, you know, like the, you know, the whole, you know, uh, you know, Skyrim's, you know, the thief, the dishonored, yeah. everything. I, I, I can't kill people unless they're the, really the bad guys. You know, so when you're moving around, you're doing the stealth kind of thing. I, I can't yeah. kill guards because I feel guilty about it. 
Oh, I don't kill guards because you kill one, and then all of a sudden they swarm you. And then they swarm you, that too, as it should. As it should I'm be. Like, you were nowhere near here. Where did you yeah. come from? I was like, I, you I, have remember, a beacon. I remember Grand <laughs> Theft Auto came out, and my one buddy's like, hey, come over, come look at this game, Grand Theft Auto. And he's like, up on top of the uh, police station, sniper killing everybody. <laughs> he's like, this is great, this is awesome. And you're like, dude, you're killing cops. <laughs> he's like, oh, there's no problem. But you no, always die something. at the end. Yeah, and then you're like, uh, yeah, only when gets a five star most wanted. Oh, yeah, but yeah, you know, that but, happens uh, pretty quickly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, or or going around the, the city and just killing people on the street, and then like, oh yeah, and to rejuvenate, you have sex with whores. I'm like, what is the what's the allure for this game? Whores, whores, whores. Why? Why? That's when the whores I, come to town. <laughs> it's like to unleash your evil side, but you know, but that you know that's tying into Westworld, and I know we've got a big Westworld palette yes. here later. In the episode. So if you haven't seen Westworld episode one or two, you before can go we ahead get and go to, to it, the green room with me. That's right. Before we get to it, go ahead and uh, go watch them real quick. Okay, so Westworld. Do you want to talk about it now or a little bit later on? Well, you got a big news piece about it, so we can okay, let's for wait news to the geek. Okay, let's do we that. We can talk about our other story time things. Uh, we got. Uh, I saw Pitch, uh, the Fox TV show about the first female ba- uh, baseball pitcher. I feel like it could be. Uh, my wife actually watched the first episode with me and enjoyed it. And Mark Paul Gosler's in it, Saved by the Bell, Zach. He's not even recognizable in it. I didn't recognize him until like halfway through. I'm like, he's probably playing a different character than you thought. <laughs> was he bald? Was he bald with a scruffy beard? He actually did have a beard. <laughs> so fuck you all. You <laughs> Just like South Park, just put a goatee on. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. uh, he plays the catcher, the uh, star catcher of the team. And uh, obviously, nobody on the team wants a girl up there. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Everybody yeah. hates me. Yeah. It's dumb because some of the things. But then he then well, there's one person that, on the team that likes her because he came up through the minors with her. Mm-hmm. And Mark, he t- basically tells Mark Paul Gosler, you do realize that your legacy is based on this because he's an all-star catcher. You know, he's had a great career. He's never won a World Series because he's played for well, San Diego. No, it's fictional. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, if you want to be known in the record, you know, to go down in history, teach her how to be a professional ball, you know, help her become a professional pitcher, because then it will look good on you. So then that's when it starts, you know, he starts trying to help her, but she's still getting this feedback, you know, this uh, resentment from the number five pitcher because she took his job. Of course you're going to resent from the person who took your job. All the all-stars got resentment from those guys. But it is funny, the first game that she plays in... Um, you know, they keep comparing her to Jackie Robinson and all this stuff. Yeah. And the best part is the first game she she's in, she pitches to five or three batters and walks them all. And, like, they're not even close. She gives up a wild pitch, and then they take her out. So the first game that she pitches in, she doesn't even make it through the first oh, inning. Man. And then the second game. Kind of like a wild thing. Yeah. And then second game, she kind of calms down after that because Mark Paul Gosser helps her a little bit. And uh, there's well, a little. From now on, we just call him Zach. Sorry, Zach. Zach. MPG. Uh, (laughs) But then there's a twist at the end of Pitch that I was wondering, that I kind of surprised by, but I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like that little twist. She's actually transgender? No, stop it. (laughs) Down the (laughs) hall. Down the hall. (laughs) Seriously, like, there was a twist. I'm like, the only twist I could think of is that she's transgender. (laughs) (laughs) I just, everybody else is thinking it. I just said it. There's only two other people in this room. I'm sure everybody else listening said, yeah, she's transgender. No. Well, we're three episodes in. Do you want me to do the twist? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. 
So hold on a second. Her spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for like ten seconds. Her dad is like this hardcore asshole. Like she, he resorts back in the day when she was young to hitting her brother to make her pitch better. <laughs> so he was kind of yeah. an asshole. And he basically tells her, "You're never going to make the majors because you don't have the arm strength. It's just you know, it's just genetics. Mm-hmm. But you, I can teach you how to throw a screwball." And that will get you to it. Or, uh, um, screwball. Yeah, screwball. Screwball. And that will get you to it. And that's how she got up there. But the tr- the uh, thing is, though, like, he's always pushing her. Well, she's seeing him throughout the thing. She's talking to him throughout the thing. Uh-huh. Comes to find out that after she won the college uh, or high school uh, state championship, uh, that sh- her and him were involved in a car accident. He actually died. She's just seeing, like, a ghost of him. Uh, but it's not even a ghost. It's, I think, just a memory thing. Oh, it's just her memory, yes. remembering, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So that was the little twist that he wasn't there because he's not in the state. Anymore. You know, after her first bad game, he's like, get your glove on. We're going to practice. And then at the very end, when they show, you know, what happened, she's actually just pitching against a tarp. And so she's doing it herself and yeah. all that stuff. Well, that's pretty cool. It's just, like, inspired by that uh, Little League uh, World Series team that had that uh, girl pitcher. The- no. I think so. Probably. Did her father die? No, but no, <laughs> she was great. She pitched in the Little League World Series. I think her team won, didn't it? And she I was like, remember. I can't remember. She was like she the star pitcher, not, but she pitched well. Yeah, she pitched well, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's so great!" And I said, "Yeah, but a thirteen-year-old girl is more physiologically developed than a thirteen-year-old mm-hmm. boy." I mean, that's why they had to do these massive age checks for these Taiwanese who were dominating the Little League World Series. When they were for a 27, while. actually. Yeah, because they're like coming in <laughs> okay, at 27 years old playing against these 13 year old boys. And it just, just wasn't fair. That guy has chest hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a goatee. I don't think he's 14. Exactly. Nah, he's fine. He's fine. Uh, you know, I still remember, remember that. I still years remember that. I still remember that. I do remember yeah. that. I still remember the one guy, uh, Danny Almonte. Yep, was the name of the little leaguer who was at least two years older than mm-hmm. than he said. He and he was. was a pitcher too, wasn't he? he? Was yes. a pitcher. Yeah, he dominated he was phys- physiologically mm-hmm. advanced. Yeah, and that's the, that's the one area where you're going to take advantage of. The good news is pitch pitcher does, pitch does not look cheap. Like they don't do like cheap uh, special effects when they're in the field and that. Um, it lo- it's, it looks good. Like, oh, you don't get the, the sound effects? Well, no, but it actually looks like a baseball <laughs> broadcast. Fox is on there. Unfortunately, Joe Buck is doing the announcing. Uh, could be worse. Could be. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, there's a lot of, uh, and I think uh, Smoltz, John Smoltz is John the other Smoltz. guy. Okay. But it looks like, when they go to the game, it looks like the, the presentation. It's really well done. And I like it. I think we'll give it a couple weeks. All right. So it's a TV show. It's on Thursday nights on Fox. Yes. All right. So after she gets over the hump and everything else, where are they going to go with the show? That's why I told my wife was like, it's not bad, but she's like, I wonder how long you could do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How long can you make this last? Yeah. Every story that they turn into a television show eventually gets to that point. Eventually, she's going to end up solving murders and baseball dugouts. (laughs) Probably. And end up in court and fighting for prosecutors. But I mean, I'll say a, right? a show that I really, really liked, uh, The Good Wife. I thought, how was that going to last longer than a season? Based on the premise mm-hmm. yeah. of, oh, he cheated on her as governor and in the spotlight, and she stands by him. I'm like, that can't turn into that. Isn't that's that, one of your favorite shows. And, well, well, it shit, wasn't they're it was running on, for president but, now, aren't they? Oh, the show's off now. No. But <laughs> no, I'm uh, talking about reality. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Sometimes you just uh, grab. Oh, never mind, never mind. They, they kind of, you know, that just was like a backstory, and then they had all these other stories going on. So there'll be other things going on with the baseball. I feel in like the you background. could do a pretty decent. It can't all be about everybody resenting her. That's yeah. the big thing. You got to eventually get over that hump. All right, now in this whole world of locker room equality. Oh, Jesus. Are male <laughs> reporters allowed in with her? In the locker she has, room, she has a separate shower. She has a separate uh, locker changing area. I figure by the fourth episode, she'll be he- changing with the guys. So well, that, that she that's does. a complete episode right there. There's going to be a male reporter <laughs> I don't demanding see that sexual <laughs> equality for him to go into her locker room while she's in there. I do in stand, order to interview her because remember correct. it was a big stink with female reporters. Yes, it was in the male locker room. No, the, I the stand for problem is no reporters should be in anybody's locker room. Nobody cares. Remember yeah. when the Bengals uh, no. floppies were on yeah. TV a couple the, years the, ago? Oh, and they don't care. Are the reporters who get to go into the locker room? Yeah. Nobody else, the, the public doesn't care. The reporters think they're doing this service. Like, no. They're, they're, if you want to interview someone, have a space put aside where you can go and interview people. But people don't even care about press conferences. No. I don't even know why they have press conferences. Uh, the issue was, though, in the first episode, it was a little weird. Billy Bush was in the locker room talking to her. Oh, so that was oh, a little oh, weird. Oh, <laughs> no. Damn the Call me Bushy. Okay, Billy, get the fuck out. All right. Uh, so he actually say that? <laughs> yeah, he can call him Bushy. All he right. tells the one female that in real life. It was like, oh, Billy. Oh, I missed that part yeah. of the story. You know. Nope, down the hall. I think we just gave a lot of good story <laughs> ideas for Pitch. <laughs> uh, hopefully hopefully one of the writers of the showrunners Billy is Bush a fan got, of the show. Billy Bush got fired, too, might as well. Oh, right. uh, Jason Brown, the director that we had on, uh, he did the first episode of Speechless. That's right. Three episodes in. Love it. Has anyone else watched it? I haven't. I haven't seen hardly anything. I haven't been able to watch it yet. If you didn't realize, it is the month of October. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the month when you watch playoff baseball. Okay. correct. So everything else falls in after. Have you DVR'd it? No. Okay. You can still get it online. You'll find it on Hulu or whatever. It is a really funny show. Uh, And Mini Driver is pretty funny. And uh, just the whole cast is really good. Uh, it's a really good show. My wife and I both love that one. We saw Bull. First episode of Bull. Anybody? Only the first? No. Yeah, we haven't watched the second episode. Okay. I don't know if we're going to make it. I heard <laughs> the second was much better than the first. Okay, if good. That makes, that, that makes my a goal difference. is Bull is a guy who reads the juries and that. Mm-hmm. And my whole hope is that, because in the first episode, this rich kid is accused of murder. He's actually innocent. He gets him off, you know, because, not literally, but he gets him off the uh, trial. Uh, they found him not guilty. And then he, Bull actually helps solve who actually did it. And I'm like, I looked at my wife. I was like, please, God, do not have everybody he, he helps be innocent. And two, please do not wrap up every murder mystery, you know, at the end within 10 minutes. Please don't do that. So I'm hoping the second episode's better. You're saying you don't like shows that follow a formula? I just, I, I feel like it's going to be very cliched if he, everybody he works with is innocent. I was like, ugh. I don't know. It, it sounds like uh, Perry Mason uh, stories. Ugh. I hated Perry Mason. Ugh. He I lost heard. a case once. Once. Yeah. Once. Because he threw it because the guy was guilty. No. Oh. Was that the Maltese Falcon? No. Um. <laughs> that murder on the Orient? Yeah. Nope. Oh, okay. No. Orient Express. <laughs> And then I did see the last one I saw was Timeless. But time I saw Trevor, the first episode of Timeless. Did you like it? I did. 
I'm not sure. I, I when I was watching, I was thinking of you two guys. And I'm like, oh man, time travel. They're gonna hate it. <laughs> I gave up. Blake has screwed me over with time They're travel shows. Fuck you, Blake. <laughs> She say they saved the Hindenburg, but it still blows up. But less people die in it, and then she goes back, and her her sister's not alive. What the fuck? Well, uh, they're showing the the, the rules. Uh, stupid. Yeah, I did wow. like <laughs> I did like the pilot, uh, the actual pilot in it. Uh, he's a black guy, and he's like, "Why are you sending me back in time? There is nothing about my race that ever has good things happen in time travel." <laughs> and so he goes back, and he's arrested. I did like his little speech in jail, like, "History is not on your side, sir." <laughs> when this racist guy, you know, Southern guy yeah. that sends him into Southern. Jail. Is it Southern? They're in New Jersey. Oh, that's right. It was, that's right. That's right. <laughs> the right. Hindenburg. That's right. My fact. <laughs> oh, it's south of Vermont. Uh, <laughs> Everything south of Vermont is Southern. I'll remember uh, that. South of Canada. There you go. <laughs> so uh, he did make a big thing like, you know, I can't wait to see you grow old and see Michael Jordan score 30, you know, 50 points. And he keeps going on and all this. Yeah. And he's like, history is not on your side. I was like, that's of a fun speech i like that but <laughs> uh funny. yeah the, but, you know time travel lazy writers it's lazy writers but, tool but and i me. saw 20 minutes of last night's episode uh and i think i'm done so, uh, <laughs> I, I was i was watching so the, you timed out on timeless. Ah! i was i was watching the pilot episode with with my father and what were they flying ah <laughs> Aren't oh, you glad I'm back? No, <laughs> they were flying the Hindenburg. Okay, go what, ahead. But, Where's uh, A-Pan's at? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're sitting there, and then they go put into jail or whatnot. And my dad, but the first thing my dad says is, she's going to use her underwire bra to escape from jail. <laughs> and she does. Because they, they made a comment when she's she's like, this clothes, these, these aren't uh, time uh, accurate. Uh, this and this. And I got, they didn't even have under, underwire bras at that time. They're like, don't show people your bra. <laughs> and well, like, and yeah, she's going to use the underwire bra to escape from jail. <laughs> so it's like, oh, predictable, huh? It, I thought, yeah, there was a part of me that, I, I like that it's a little lighthearted, but then I'm like, uh, I don't know. The next episode, they have to assassinate Abraham Lincoln, and uh, they. Oh, okay, yeah. And then, they have to try to keep history. My thing is, the people that they're working for are the bad guys, and the guy yeah. they're chasing is the good guy. Oh, it's very well possible. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, the thing that, uh, well, the biggest difference though is he's going back to try to change history, and they want to keep history yeah. the same. Um, what I was impressed with was, though, they actually didn't stop history from changing. I did like that the Hindenburg still blew the up. The Hindenburg, well, I, I like the fact, you know, it didn't go the way it's supposed to Correct. go. So, kind of like a final destination. It still got, still has to happen. Well, it doesn't even necessarily have to Eventually. happen, but I like the fact that they're not afraid to change the history, and so now the future has changed. Only eight people died on the Hindenburg. Instead of, you know, 30-some-odd. And in the whatnot. next episode, I saw the last 30, 20, 30 minutes... And Lincoln is still assassinated. Spoilers. You mm. ruined that one for me. Thanks. Oh, no. But they don't know who really did it Ooh. in the history books when they come back. So They're they like, oh. Booth they don't yeah, they don't know it's Booth. Nobody knows. So like, oh. they go back into right present time and they're like, who killed the president? Lincoln, and they're yeah. like, we don't really know. We know a nurse helped and blah, 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 but we don't. there's never been found. It's like, no! 
And also you look at him and say, it was John Wilkes Booth. Go back and chill. <laughs> you know, you can have a lot of fun with this plot. So they could go back and like alter World War II. Mm-hmm. Like go back when Hitler was making his shitty paintings. Just go back and start like over, over, buy, overpricing them and overbuying them so he becomes a successful artist. Instead of going to jail and joining the, the he started joining the Nazi party. And instead of instead of like you know writing Mein Kampf, it'd be something like my flower painting technique. They become famous for Bob Ross. I can see Hitler. Like, Hitler becomes, becomes, happy they, they becomes a Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> World War Two never happens. <laughs> and Hitler's the next Bob Ross. <laughs> Just because you're like, oh my god, this is the greatest art I've ever seen. Let me pay you a thousand dollars for this. Why does your swastika have to have a frown? It could be a smiley face. Let's change it. Now. And then the swastika would actually be a symbol of hope. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is so bad. We have hit the oh. and we have hit a new low. And so is it a new low? <laughs> okay. So there's my uh, update. <laughs> <laughs> we will do a uh, fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, wrap up next week since we're kind of running late here and do a Gotham uh, next week as well. Gotham catch up. Uh, last thing on story time Daniel Craig has decided that he likes money and he's going <laughs> to do James Bond the next two movies. I uh, didn't say that. It said he, he misses it. He he's he kind of yeah, likes doing James Bond now. He realized, it, you know, my house could go for a $100 million expansion. He's, I think I need that money. He, he did say that the story of them offering that money was not true. Oh, and there okay. have been no negotiations at all. Uh-huh. Uh, did you read whatever. the article? I did the, read the it. The one you are trying to use I, for I, your I did read it. I still and, don't buy it. <laughs> then why I say, do you buy he even said this then? I guarantee you the agent said... Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Look how much money they want to pay you. Is he worth it? Say he's worth it. Say, say, say no. $85 million. Say $85 no. Take it. it. Well, no, I know. I would take it. No, no. After, especially a bond. You, yeah. You've had six other guys or five other guys yeah. play it. You can easily... There's people lined up to play bond. Yeah. But it goes with the I commitment. Mean, you know when you go in with bond... You know that's the way you're going to be identified for the rest of your but acting career. Who cares, But no. you're going to be filthy, stinking rich. He did his four movies. I mean, that's more than half the other guys. But my mm. issue is with the actors in that. It's like, who the fuck cares? I know that you want creatively, you want to do something different. I get that. But it's like, be happy that you have a good gig. And it's a good character. It's not like you're fucking making, you know, Big Mama's House 3 or 4. Uh, or Medea. A Medea, yeah. yeah. You're doing something that is critically, you know, people love and critics it's, like uh, it. And it's not Kevin uh, James. It's C- not Kevin James. don't necessarily like it. Not all. They've liked to some. But, well, they've liked mo- mostly his movies, uh, two of his four movies. Yes. You, which is pretty good for Bond. You yeah. will go down into pop culture iconography mm-hmm. History. Mm-hmm. When you take a Bond role, yes, you will forever be known as James Bond, and this was your period. This was your Daniel Craig period mm-hmm. of movies, in which they will always measure, you know, against the Roger Moores or the Sean Connerys or N- never Pierce Bronson or Pierce Bronson, <laughs> mm-hmm. etc. Pierce et Bronson was a great Bond. He was in crappy ass movies. A, yeah, I agree. But I mean, he was in a he was a good Bond. Yeah, but you you could be in movies and people will forget it until they're like you know channel hopping on mm-hmm. a Sunday afternoon because they're bored out of their gourd because they just got done with Timeless. 
You know, <laughs> or watching the Patriots play the Browns. The Patriots play the Browns, or the Bengals lose or to you Cowboys. Don't want to watch the Browns. <laughs> and there's you know the Sunday afternoon matinee, and he's like, oh yeah, here's that one movie that actor. No, you are Daniel Craig. You are James Bond. You are in the pop con- lexicography. Mm-hmm. So the next question is: Name another good Daniel Craig movie. Non-bond. Layer cake. What? I never saw Layer Cake. I never saw it. I think he's in it. There you go. <laughs> I've never saw it either. I just threw it out there. I, I know he's he, in he a, was in one of those. Uh, I know he was like in a, a couple other movies that were, eh, yeah. you know, whatever. But I mean, yeah, he was in like uh, the. Oh shit! I don't even remember the name of it. Before he there was Bond, there was a movie that he was kind of that was good. That was kind of in, right? Uh, that I mean, that's cake. all I know. They could have been Larry <laughs> Cake. But yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, you go down in history. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Lair yeah. Cake. He yeah. was in Lair Cake. Oh, Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah, I said name another good one. Defiance. Uh, uh, yeah, Defiance will just go down as a movie that someone made once. I forgot all about it. Uh, was he? He went in the Constant Gardener, was he? Uh, no, that was um, he was in Ralph some, Fiennes. Uh, Ralph. Well, he Fiennes. was in something like that though. Rafe. He was in Munich. Uh, Munich. I remember that one. He was in the Invasion with Nicole Kidman. God, oh. man, he made some awful films. The oh. Jacket. He was in that? Well, I don't think he was in a big role, I'll be honest. No, no, because Adrian Brody and Keira Knightley yeah. were the big roles yeah. in that. Yeah, but, but how, how many but, actors yearn for that role that they will forever be oh. memori- me, you know, memorialized in? Time and out. Take it. a drink. Two weeks in a row. He was also in A Kid in King Arthur's Court. We talked about that last oh, week. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did see that because I saw a clip that showed him in that. He was in The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. And yeah, so there's the crappy films that he's been in. He has not been in much. Yeah, it's like everyone's talking about how great he is. I'm like, well, outside of actually the two good Bond movies mm-hmm. he was in, uh, he doesn't have a whole lot to his resume to be. Well, did you see Spectre? I did. Did you like it? It was okay. I know Blake talked about it, but mm-hmm. so you're saying Skyfall and Casino Royale were his two best? Yes. Okay. I've not okay. seen Spectre yet. I want to, but I just haven't. I mean, it's it's not bad, and the opening scene is great. Okay. Opening scene, but then when you get into the main plot, it drags. He was in Road to uh, Perdition. Perdition? Road to Perdition. Perdition. Sorry. Perdition. Where's that at? That was before Where's I knew Perdition? Who it was. <laughs> is that in the Middle East? Is that next to Persia? South of Vermont, okay? Yeah. Just shut <laughs> up. Next to Persia? He was in the Golden Compass, too. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah was. that was a terrible movie. They screwed that one up, something fierce. Just remember, Spectre is kind of like a view to a kill where the bad guys always keep coming out on top. Kind of. Um, but there's no but Grace Jones songs. <laughs> but they, but you know what? That was probably one of the better, you know, James Bond, Bond themes. themes. Yeah, View to a Kill. That was a good Duran Duran song. Eh. Yeah. I anyway, eh. well, eh. as we'll talk about later in the episode, <laughs> dang, dang, dang. We let's get, get some listener feedback. Five. Let's oh, get listen. some listener feedback. All right, we're only forty-two minutes in. Let's get some uh, listener uh, feedback. Well, you know, this happens when you get the gang all back together. That's right. <laughs> Got to do some uh, uncertainty reduction. Listener feedback. All right, listener feedback. Who else can we start with but other than... Number one fan, Doug. Doug. A-Pants. I think we did give him a nickname. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we can give him a nickname. Oh, that's right. He can give himself one. Matter of fact, we can cut out number one fan from now on and just say from A-Pants. We could do that. There you go. Harambe <laughs> is on. He says, why does Jason bash Sex in the City when I know for a fact he bought the series on DVD? 
Is this true, Jason? Bought it for my wife as a Christmas gift when we first started dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I sent it to my parents' house because I was living in an dating, apartment. When you first started mm-hmm. dating, had you had sex yet? Well, yeah. Well, you didn't need to buy this then. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to continue that. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> so when we first started dating, I think we were dating like six months at the time. It was Christmas. And so I ordered it for her, the whole series. And I sent it to my parents' house because I was yes. living in an apartment at the time. And, your and parents you don't said, trust packages in your apartment. I didn't at the yeah. time. At and that your area. parents said, gee, why is Jason is buying the whole Sex in the City My mom place? opened the and package. And they started watching it, right? Your mom opened the package even though it had your name on it. Uh, actually, I've, do. actually, I think I put my parents' name on it. Oh, okay. But I told them something was coming, but... And they opened it up, and my mom's like, I don't think I've ever seen this show, and I know I never ordered this. And I was like, that was mine. <laughs> Thank you very much. So I do have it. I do have it at the house. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And you notice your uh, dad was probably, like, a little more tired and your mom more satisfied? <laughs> Just threw up in my mouth and howl. <laughs> Everybody loves bestiality. Right. the best Christmas gift you ever gave me, honey. Matthew. Son, I need to talk to him. Well, so speaking of Sarah Parker, have you seen her new show yet? No. Divorced? Divorce? The Divorce? That Thomas Hayden looks... Church is in it. He is. Yeah, I, I like saw... Thomas Hayden Church, but it looks pretty bad from the cuts that I've seen. I, I have no no clue about it. I just saw, like, the last scene. Mm. Does uh, it talk about his mustache? He didn't. Well, actually, they did kind of make a comment about it. Yeah, that's one of the but, cut uh, uh, it's like scenes. The, the, they were talking, and then she went off to do something, and then she came home, and like the locks were changed, so she calls him or whatever. He's like, I can't get in the house, and he like walks down the stairs, and he's talking to her on the phone, saying, you know, I've called your friend or whatever, mm-hmm. found out that you know it's it's a lover and blah blah blah, and he just tears her apart while they're talking on the phone through the the door. It was kind of a good scene. Oh, okay. it was fun. Well, a Sarah Jessica Parker's getting you know ripped to shreds, so it was fun. See, it's a quick episode, a uh, quick series though. She actually fell on steps, broke her leg, they shot her. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was at the derby running around the track, <laughs> broke her leg. Anyways, <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker walked into a bar. Uh, the bartender <laughs> said, "Why the long face?" Oh. You know, when we make Sarah Jessica Parker, we actually do get hate mail about this. <laughs> Well, People we, like we, Sarah Jessica Parker. We've, got, we've gotten more hate mail about Lori Petty than we well, have. Well, we Sarah do. Jessica we'll get to Parker. that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, moving on. And hashtag listener feedback says, uh, Doug says, I can't wait to hear Blake's breakdown of the debate. Down the hall. Down the hall. You know, I'm in a good mood at the moment. <laughs> so I don't want to ruin that. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would love to do a political podcast, but I think the masses are just too stupid. <laughs> Down the hall. Down the hall. Down the hall. Uh, Down the hall. I'm in a good mood. We're not going to talk about it. Okay. Okay. Good news is uh, next week we do have a nice guest online uh, coming on our show. Billy Bush will be here. Uh, So we'll be talking. Um, So he's looking for uh, anything. Yes. yes. Do we follow up him with Chelsea Clinton? I mean, what are we doing? Maybe. Okay. All right, so listener picks from last week's top five. Top five last week was top five Looney Tunes characters. Top five Looney Tunes. We got Chris at three five three six five flicks. Mm-hmm. This year it should be three six six, but they're lazy to change their title. <laughs> yes, so they're one it flick for short. Yeah, but they're one flick short for the year. <laughs> they're one fry short of something. Yeah, so they're 
They're one chip sort. That's short right. Of chips. a fish and chip. Chips. Uh, number five was Foghorn Leghorn. I mm-hmm. say, I say, I do say, my boy. Uh, number four was Yosemite Sam. Ooh. Jeff. I can't do a good Yosemite. Oh, okay. <laughs> you going to do a Foghorn right. Leghorn? Right. Yeah, right. I'm like Yosemite right. Sam. You going to do like, Foghorn Leghorn? Right. So Rotten scratch, rootinous, tootinous. Cowboy in the West, which sounds nothing like him. You're watching, crashing, All right, can we do number three, Marvin the Martian. <sighs> you did do a good one last week. I thought it was Doug who did the good well, one. Well, yeah, I think you did. <laughs> I'm going to blow up the earth. Well, there, there you go. go. Thank you, Blake. There you you go. did it for us. <laughs> uh, number two, Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> there you go. And can you do a good number one, Daffy Duck? It's, catch- it's duck season. It's winter season. <laughs> That's Sylvester. <laughs> Suffering succotash. I'm like, that's Sylvester. <laughs> All right. Chris at uh, 365 flicks. And a quarter. And then we have a passerby pod. Yep, Matthew. That's the uh, stick figures with funny hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says number five was the grandmother. I, I did like the grandmother. Granny. From Sylvester and Tweety. Okay, Sweetie and Tweety. Okay. Sweetie and Tweety. Tweety and Sylvester. For those guys playing, for everybody playing at home, Blake messes up another name for the third week in a row. Third episode in a row. Yes. And number four, Chicken Hawk. I'm a Chicken Hawk. I'm a Chicken Hawk and you're a chicken. There you go. Henry Hawk, he was on my list. Number three, Muggsy. I think Muggsy was on my list last week, right? Was he? I didn't think you did him, Muggsy. Oh, no, no, I didn't do Muggsy. I did the, I did the cowboy guy, the bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Right, listen yeah. up, rabbit. <laughs> uh, number two was uh, Witch Hazel, appropriate yeah. for the Halloween. I never felt like she was in it that much. Yeah. She had her moments. She only had a few. She had a few. A couple anti-bugs things were... Mm-hmm. But... And then, uh, of course, number one, Marvin the Martian. He got a lot more love than I expected, Marvin, Marvin the Martian. Martian. Mar- he was my number one. Come on. I liked him, but I just I didn't expect him to have this much love out there. So, All right. We also had, uh, regarding last week's question on celebrities 20 years older than us. <laughs> we got a question last week from Passerby Pod. And they asked, you know, people 20 years older, male or female, doesn't matter. Mm. Who would you sleep yeah. with? A, still a, feel find a attractive. Who's twenty years older than you? Who would you sleep with? Yes. Yes. I had Rebecca DeMornay. DeMornay. Uh, apparently, I had Christopher Cross. Yeah, you had Christopher Cross. <laughs> Cross. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know Rebecca DeMornay. Did you see her in um, the Hand that the, the Cradle? Lords of Dogstown? Mm. Lords of Dogstown. I, didn't I think see that's like, her yes. latest movie. Yeah. She hadn't had anything since then. That's she was like looking pretty rough. Twelve years. Rebecca Meso. Twenty years, I, I look rough now. Rebecca okay, Meso-Hornet. I can't be really that picky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now going back, yeah, back in the day. Well, I would pick Christopher Cross, true. but he's, he's not. Tw- he's older than twenty. Then. <laughs> yeah, Jeff just likes the whole sailing thing. Uh, I I thought he he likes jumping. With Christopher jump. Cross. I, I think he's jump a, jump. No, no. Oh, rap, you're talking rap, about no the rap guys. No, Christopher I'm, Cross? Ta- I'm talking about the sailing. Sailing, guy. okay. <laughs> you, you Arthur's theme. I thought I missed her. I thought I heard Christopher Cross, and then yeah. Jason said Chris Cross. I did, and now well, Jason was screwing it all up. Because I'm an idiot. And if you haven't listened yet, go listen to the well, conversation look, from last well, week. Well, look, you know, if you bat it from the opposite me. side of the plate, wearing your pants like crisscross would be a benefit. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. But one, A, I'm older than Chris Cross, and B, one of them is dead. Hitler becoming Bob Ross is one thing. I am done with this conversation. 
Well, anyways. <sighs> yes. Right, so on. drinking in the park said uh, Niels was uh, Mona from Who's the Boss? Oh. You know, she was pretty decent mm-hmm. older looking lady there for Ted Danza. Mm-hmm. Anybody else feeling that? Oh, I just answered that. Be honest. <laughs> I like her yes. better than Judith Light. I'll take her I above Judith that. Light. Now this this just shows us. I'll, I'll take her in her soap days. I feel like I yeah. feel like uh, Judith Light is like the Leah Remney of her time. Like she, annoying. <laughs> I just I, can't I, handle. It, you just didn't like the uh, shoulder pads she always wore. Oh, uh, they did. Mm-hmm. They did scare me. She tackled me a lot. <laughs> Busted me down. Yeah. Now this goes to show how old we are compared to Passerby Podcast. He said, yes. "My year wins." Well, obviously, if you're younger than us, <laughs> no yeah. shit. Yeah. Mira Sorvino. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> Lauren Graham. Fuck mm-hmm. me, Santa. Fuck yes. me, Santa. Fuck me, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Anyways, Julia Roberts. Well, she can unhinge her jar and swallow you. So hold the whole body. So that could be scary. I think I would be out with her. Uh, so I'm she in. swallows is what you're saying. Stop it. Yeah, Stop it. Down oh, the hall. Man. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Political you can't be shit about Chris Cross. Come on. He'll make you jump, jump. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm in for the next one. Nicole Kidman. Eh. Yeah, even though she's slightly older than us. Yeah. Not in for Pamela no, Anderson. No, nope, no, nope. Tommy Lee touched her. Mount <laughs> <laughs> Kid Rock. Oh, God. And what's his Tommy Lee's buddy in the same band? Oh, what's his name? Yeah, Vince Neil. Yeah, yeah. yeah Vince Neil. <laughs> God, and the Vince best way Neal. I've heard he Pamela, looks rough. Vince the, Neal. the best description I heard about Pamela Anderson is that she's a female female impersonator. <laughs> You'll see her down at the drag show. Yeah. Um, maybe Lisa hey, Bonet. Hell Lisa yeah. Bonet? Hell yeah. Okay. Did anybody else see like the the clickbait ads about celebrities who look bad? And All they the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can't believe what they look like now. Oh, it's the, unbelievable. The, the, they had the picture of Lisa Bonet yeah. as one of them, and then. Some hideous picture, and I'm like, okay, I don't even want to see that, so yeah. I'm not clickbaiting on it, so I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. if that picture is, it's any, not. And I know it's not because it doesn't even look like yeah. Lisa Bonet could turn into that. But I'm like, yeah. what are you trying to do to Lisa Bonet? And we got a lot of response on this one. I didn't put everybody on here, but uh, women. If you have 20-year-old water yeah. men, we want to know. Like John Travolta, I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. Uh, he looks no, scary. He looks like he was in Face Off, the real show. <laughs> like, just his face is yeah. ripped off him. Um, so I, I feel like you know, there's and some any, bad ones. Uh, those 25-year-old women out there want to name me? Be more than, I'm more than willing to go. hear that. Desperation. Uh, dur? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Were you trying to do Desperado? I did. Oh, yep, yep, yep. yep. Or, or, or yep. Melody? Yeah, okay. I did tweet out today on the top five with the music that uh, I want to know how many times Blake rolls his eyes at me today. So. Are you going to sing all your songs? Oh, I may. I may. Here, let me do one for you. There you go. Uh, next, we had Randall Holt. Still in the celebrity 20-year-olds. At RJ Holt. Older. 666. Six, six, six. He's not evil. Just yeah. handled that That's way. That's right. He said, uh, celebrity 20 years older, etc. Easy. Linda Carter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, I was going to be a uh, like one or two line actor in the movie that they made here locally with mm-hmm. her. Yeah, I'll tell you about that later. Okay. Cassandra Peterson. Elvira. I, I'll be with Mistress that. Mistress of the Dark. Mistress even now. Mistress of the Dark, I'm even a, with her wig. Yeah. Yeah, Especially with her wig. Especially mm. with her wig. It was very good. Uh, corrections from D- Big Dev with a correction. I heard he's uh, Giant Dev. Is he just Giant, giant Dev? Dev, that's right. Yeah. 
He's De- uh, Dev the Giant. Dev the Giant. Dev the Giant. <laughs> Dev the Giant says Kevin Smith wrote the Guardian Devil storyline in Daredevil. We were talking about Yellow, and that yeah. was incorrect. So. We were incorrect. Dev the Giant, that's why we always go to you for all these answers for the comic books. We would that's go to correct. graphic novels, but they don't make shows anymore. So And they ignore our requests. Yes, fuckers. Not Dev, though. We love Dev the Giant. Not Dev the Giant. He's a gentle giant. <laughs> He's an iron giant. He's also a gentle lover. Speaking yeah. of gentle lovers. Oh, yeah. You know what's oh, yeah. coming up next in Listener F-Back. Oh, yeah. It's coming from Nick. Give it to me, Daddy. Albright. Yeah. He wants us to fantasize about Jeff. So, Nick, one-third fan Albright, says, If Jeff were a Bond villain, who would that be? Pussy galore. That's who it would be. (laughs) Oh, we're not doing music anymore. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Actually, I didn't think of Pussy Galore. <laughs> I'm going to write off my suggestion. Write, pencil that one in. But she's not a villain. She had cramps. Uh, uh, yes, she was. She was a villain. She worked for Goldfinger. She yeah, was she, a bad She was she a bad guy henchman. She changed it and turned it around, didn't she? She was a bad guy henchman. She helped James Bond save the day, didn't Jeff's she? Jeff's the villain yeah. that works for Brown Finger, so it works out. So, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. I, I was actually going to say, I, I could see Jeff as, as a odd job. I could see that. If we got him a big bowler hat with, you know. I could, yeah, yeah, I could yeah. See. The biggest problem is you've seen me throw before. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Do you think I'd be able to, to accurately throw a I could a see hat. numbers. That's, that's what special precision. effects are for, Jeff. I could, okay, so he's Odd Job. I mean, did you see Odd Job actually throw his bowler? And, <laughs> he just went like gold finger? No. That's called special effects. You just have it in the air. <laughs> just look at Tom Cruise throwing the baseball in War of the Worlds. Oh, good point. Yep. There you go. Uh, I'm going to say Doug. I'm going to add this one for you, Nick. It's a two-for-one special. It's like a threesome. Ooh, two for uh, one. Doug is going to be Jaws. I like Doug as Jaws. Uh, I could see him being that. He's tall. You know, he's got big... I'm Jaws. If he had braces, that would be cool. Uh, yeah. No. Just because he's got eight pants doesn't mean he'd be good Jaws. Okay, who would he be then? I don't know. Eight okay. pants? Okay. <laughs> now you're just we'll making make up. We'll Bond villain well, up. We'll call him eight pants. Okay, so we got villain. Jeff as Pussy Galore. You got Je- Doug as uh, eight, eight pants. Yes. And then you got Dev yeah. as Dev the Giant. I like it. Dev the, the Giant. The Gentle Giant. He cries yeah. when he crushes your skull. <laughs> He actually just hugs you to death. <laughs> he just hugs you and you asphyxiate. Yeah, I mentioned the hug was a little long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not, not like Ivana Humpelots. It was a little, it was a little awkward <laughs> after a while. <sighs> but it was sexual. Well, I mean, yeah. anyways, <laughs> moving on. Yes. Uh, from Passerby Podcast, he says, uh, What do you have against Lori Petty? For the second week in a row, you've hated on her movies. Because they're awful films. Not awful. all of them. Yes. They're awful. A League of Their Own is a good film. Okay, one. Okay. <laughs> I like League of Their Own a lot. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Passerby. And then uh, from uh, Professor Number One at Doctor Number One. Mm-hmm. He became this? a professor. Be- Since Dr. Bednar is now Doctor. Okay. He said, uh, if Hillary is elected president, will she pay- be paid less than Obama? She'll be paid in IOUs. 
And that is just as good as money. real money. That's so, right. not less than. No, no. Just so actually, say, actually I think it'll be about... Actually, I think it'll be about 75%. Okay. <laughs> I also let you guys know October is Lori Petty Hate Month. So, bring send in your tweets for Lori Petty Hate. Wow, that must be one of the newer ones on your calendar. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's a Hallmark holiday. All right, this brings us to one good thing. One good thing. Someone gives us something that is universally considered to be terrible, and we have to find one good thing about it. Mm -hmm. Doug asks, find something good about Kevin James. He was in Hitch. That was my one good thing, too. (laughs) (laughs) Blake? His female co-stars. Leah Remini? And the one he's with now. Yeah, but this better not last long. Could you give us a Kevin Can Wait update? No. You didn't watch it? I I told you, it's October. There's too much uh, playoff baseball But it's Kevin Can Wait. Uh, Unfortunately, the ratings are through the roof on it. I haven't seen it. Well, it's only because it's after the Big Bang Theory. Oh, my God. Fuck you, Kevin James. But, uh, no, I'm, like, two episodes behind on Kevin Kimmel. Oh, you got to watch them in order, too, because otherwise you're going to be oh, lost. Oh, you don't understand so, the plot, then. Yes. So, Kevin James is benefiting from the refractory period of the Big Bang Theory? Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> Big, never mind. <laughs> Just stop it. We've already been in trouble party today <laughs> with my comments, so. Uh, let's do the next thing. Fuck you, Kevin James. Uh, next thing is Face Off. I want to take his face off. Uh, from Randall Holt. Mm-hmm. He wants us uh, to put pit the Munsters versus the Adams Family. This is an Ooh. easy one. I know. Adams Family all the way. Munsters. Adams Family. Adam's one, Adams overrated. Family was better in every possible way. And two, no. if we're talking about a fight, Lurch cleans up all of them. Munsters have Herman a dragon. Too. They have a dragon. A, a dragon you never see you. I'm scared of something that I never I'm see. I'm sure the Adams Family probably like this mm-hmm. big. And the we monsters, don't have video. The yeah. monsters <laughs> had a hot rod. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's a tiebreaker for me. And um, uh, Herman's wife is a vampire. She would suck everybody out, like just kill them with their like. Yeah, their sure, she off. would. She would. Yeah. She would. We got a werewolf, a tiny werewolf. That thing would kill Eddie. Would kill uh, everybody. Eddie couldn't even beat cousin it. Oh, I doubt that. He would <laughs> shave him pretty good. No, <laughs> he'd be afraid of getting shaved himself. No, no. No, Cousin no. Eat would be... Eat? Cousin Eat? Cousin, cousin, cousin Eat? <laughs> That's the French version. Eat? <laughs> cousin Eat would beat Eddie. <laughs> I don't know what you were doing there, but okay, I'm going with it. And, and any, anything left over, <laughs> thing would take care of. Yeah, we went from uh, Canadian French to uh, <laughs> Puerto Rican. Then she complains too. Jeff, I graphic novels. They won't check. Anyways, uh, I'm going with the Monsters. Blake, who are you going with? I'm going with uh, Monsters as well. Did you like the show better than the Adams Family show? Uh, yeah, actually, I probably have watched a heck of a lot more Monsters well, than Adams Family. I agree. How, how am I friends with you two? I don't know, because Adams Family's ridiculously awful. No, I really don't was, like, I'm not saying it's I, I don't understand how you don't think the Monsters is I, ridiculously awful. I will awful. say, I think my, my theory on it is, I grew up with the Monsters first. Like, I saw a lot more of their shows. Mm. Then when I got to the Adams Family, like, after, like, three years of watching the Monsters, I was like... I don't like the Adams family. They're not as funny. I don't like it. And I kind of feel like uh, Raul Julia, John Gomez, you know, whoever played him, uh, who's the character? Raul Julia did in the Go- Gomez. Gomez, Adams. Gomez. Mm-hmm. In the movies. I feel like he's kind of a sexual predator. He's kind of annoying. 
He's got like he's yeah. Just, you're talking about the movies. I'm talking about the television show. Yeah, he's just annoying in the TV John show. Aston. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, like he's not a no. Come on, I would no. say Adam's Family for Christina Ritchie, but that's the movie. I did think Christopher Lloyd was funny in the movie. Oh God, he was the worst part of the movie. <laughs> that's why I hate Adam's Family. <laughs> he's the best part. He, oh my God, he ruined Uncle Fester. I did like Wednesday going to the camp, and they were making them watch Disney movies the whole time. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> now, granted, just storylines behind you know Wednesday being mm-hmm. like the creepy little girl. Is better than anything the monsters ever put out. Nope. Forget yep. it. We're done. Nope. Throw the fucking news of the geek. Well, on. so there you go, everybody. The Adams family wins. No. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Okay, uh, the Hollywood Reporter stated that the budget for the entire first season of HBO's Westworld, ten episodes in all, was a hundred million dollars. The pilot alone was twenty five million itself. Uh, it wasn't a smooth ride either. The project has been plagued with delays, rumors of trouble on the set, which we've talked about in the previous episodes. The hefty price tag and the daunting task in setting itself up to take over for the Game of Thrones spot and keeping HBO front and center in the minds of audiences. Uh, the sci-fi drama is based on the Michael Crichton book and the fondly remembered <clears throat> 1973 feature film, which I, it was awesome. Is this it the was... first time I realized it was based off of a Michael Crichton book? I, I remember it. Like, it was based on it, but I forgot in the last couple years, I completely I forgot. Say, like, yeah, the I, 73 movie was based off of the Michael Crichton mm-hmm, book? Yeah. I didn't even realize he was writing in 73. I, when I was reading this, I do remember it, it the cover. It lawyers. It involved dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs. No, no. <laughs> lawyers, you're, you're thinking Grisham. Oh, Grisham, sorry, wrong guy. <laughs> Whatever. Crichton's dead. Cr- Crichton did science-y things, yeah. not but, lawyer you know, things. You'd actually be surprised. I've been reading some comments and comments and stuff, and there's a lot of people sitting there going... Well, why does it take place in the West? Why is it over? I'm like, uh, it's based on Westworld, 1973 movie. <laughs> why does it Crichton take place? If you don't want it to take place in the West, look at Westworld or Future World. Watch that movie, the sequel to Westworld. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Not good. What? what? Right. what? Future World. It's called Westworld. No, I'm, I'm, oh, sorry. Yeah. Why does it take place in the West? Because it's called Westworld. Hey, to play I, on world I, words, I, it actually takes place in China. It takes place in West LA. Yeah. <laughs> Born and raised <laughs> on the playgrounds where I spent most of my days. Oh, West I'm Philly. Just re- yeah. I'm, I'm just no reporting. That would be the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> I'm just reporting what other people have posted. They didn't understand that it's based on something already. Executive produced uh, by J.J. Abrams, Westworld caught attention early with its impressive cast, including Anthony Hopkins. Uh, he's the leader, uh, or he's the head of an ultra-realistic amusement park where visitors come to live out their most outrageous desires. Basically, sex with robots. Uh, or shooting them. Uh, you also have... Or both. Or both. Evan Rachel Wood, James Marsden, Thandie Newton, and Ed Harris. Oh my god, he got them all! Thank you. Ed Harris, the man in black. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see. Abrams even said the production value of this thing is preposterous. <laughs> so that's preposterous. Uh, the budget, uh, sh- uh, let's see, shows how far HBO has come. HBO originally scrapped the entire... entire or scrapped the yeah, entire Game of Thrones pilot. Saying $20 million price tag was too much for Game of Thrones originally. I didn't know that. Uh, helping matters uh, in the involvement is Warner Brothers Television, which is paying HBO supposedly 50-50 split uh, for the licensing fee of Westworld, both sharing the cost of the drama. Uh, after the fiasco, that was vinyl, which cost $100 million. Not $100, but $100 million. <laughs> Fucking intern. Yeah. HBO is looking for Westworld to be an instant hit. 
Finals ratings over uh, never impressed. It only got seven hundred fifty thousand viewers for the premiere. Vinyls. 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 Yes. yes. Vinyls ratings. Yes. Vinyls ratings. Things didn't improve as the vinyl season averaged just six hundred fifty thousand per episode. Game of Thrones, by comparison, pulls in seven point five. Wow, they couldn't even get ten percent. No. Vinyl oh, never right. intrigued me. No, I just never even uh, even thought of watching vinyl based off yeah. of the ads. No. Yeah. So. Jason is very excited to talk about Westworld. And I am too, actually, kind of, because, you know, just to give a little bit of the background, we had talked about it in, in anticipation mm-hmm. coming up. So Anticipation. And uh, I had some preconceived notions of what it was going to be like. And when I first started watching the episode one, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Is this and where I head to the green room? Yeah, you can go. Yeah, you, you can go to the green okay. room or hang, hang We're not really going to make like. spoilers because oh. there's not really... There's a lot that has happened, but not a but, lot. Like not there's, there's still world, no, there's no. still world setting, and they're doing slow reveals. So yeah. they don't have come You're out of everything miss. right up up front. But you know, as, but when the first episode ended, when I'm watching, I'm like, well, this is what I expected. But as I'm watching, I'm like, well, this is actually different. This is okay. All right, I understand. Ooh, okay. And then as I thought about it after the episode, I liked it more liked it more and more that I thought about it. And then I couldn't wait for the episode two that uh, played this week, and I hurriedly had to go watch that. And uh, yes, I'm hooked. And what's interesting, if you go to our Facebook page, mm-hmm. I did uh, put a link there to a review about Westworld that kind of sums up what I was thinking. I was like, well, this is kind of like in relation to like you know RPG video games, you know. And then of course that's what it's about you know sure enough you know jonathan nolan you know who wrote the batmans mm-hmm. with his brother christopher nolan mm-hmm. you know, I he, Batman. yep so he and his wife uh actually did a, a, a lot of uh, writing for the series and he actually directed a couple of the uh, of the episodes and of course it's sponsored by jj abrams so you know it's going to be something kind of interesting because he's got a good track record so far but uh i immediately started thinking about how the world there is basically open for people to do what they want without the repercussions of the restrictions of society. And what really took hold of that for me and set the seed when I started to real expect it was when um, the opening sequence is there with uh, Dolores's, you know, uh, robot boyfriend, James Marston. Yeah, who plays Teddy. Uh, you, you think, which is nice because you think he's a real character until it gets into the I, man in black encounter. When he came on with the train, yeah, I thought, I thought he, he was, was a human. I thought he was human too. And that's what was great about it. And while they're on the train, he's sitting there and you can listen to conversation in the mm-hmm. background. You can hear this guy and it may have been Ed Harris mm-hmm. talking about, yes, the first time I came here for two weeks, I went pure evil. I went pure evil. It was the best two weeks of my life. And I was like, yeah, let's think about this for a second. Just do what you want. Basically, everybody, Anthony Hopkins is building these uh, robots that are becoming more and more human-like. And yeah. base, yeah. and uh, you go to this world that's West, it's all the West, and you can do anything you want. You have guns, you can shoot anybody, mm-hmm. but you can't shoot a human. They don't work on humans. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of it is because it's heat-censored that you have to have, like, uh, so whatever. That's, sort of that, that's the only thing I'm a little confused yeah. on, but everything else is suspend belief and it works. But it also, they show the background of it, the people making the robots. Yes. And then they show the world, the West world, uh, yeah. where it's at. And show they, they show a lot of Bernard interacting with Dr. Ford, which is Anthony the Anthony Hopkins' character. They're 
the robot creators. And so what he's re- so Anthony. So all of this is Doctor Ford's puppy. Basically, these Anthony are all Hawkins. his children, essentially. And he's playing God, more or less, and Bernard is helping him. And so in order to make them more lifelike, he's there. He's given them what are called reveries, mm-hmm. which is. Uh, some uh, remnant memory yes. that they're going off of. And the problem is, with the remnant memory, now they're bordering on consciousness. Because the one prostitute, she's remembering that she used to be programmed as a mother. As a different uh, role. Yeah, they all yeah, had different they roles. They all have like hundreds of storylines that are going on at the same time for the characters that can come in. And you can just jump into whatever storyline you want. And if you're there or not, the storylines continue. Yes. And they explain why that happens in episode two. So they don't like stop if there's no host there and the host walks in and they start interacting. No, they continue to interact. So, and he explains why they do that. uh, And basically, this new new, uh, upgrade, uh, update came out. Yes. And it started messing with some of the robots. And that's where we're at now. Yeah. So Dolores' dad. Yes. On the ranch. It's kind of neat. So there's like it's it's like the same day over and over again. Yeah, you know. So it's almost kind of Groundhog's mm-hmm. Day-ish, but difference depending upon how the hosts interact and bring the 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 the, the you know how the, how the humans interact with the hosts. Yes, and the hosts get sucked into the storylines or whatever. It's like you see how Teddy gets pulled away from Dolores. Teddy you know, James for, Martin. You know, Can yeah. we call him Kenny because every episode he dies. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he, that poor guy. Every time James Marsden can't catch a break. That, that poor guy. Yes, exactly. So and Dolores is the oldest robot there. She's and the longest storyline. Something happened 30 years ago. You don't know what. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, they said they've been running smoothly ever since then. Yes. Dolores' dad finds a picture of the modern world. Of a modern, like a... Like a New York City or like something. Like a New York City person modern world. Yes. And he's like looking at this and he's like, what is this? And then he starts questioning what he is, where he came from, and he doesn't know. And he, he goes... He ponders it all night. Yes. He doesn't leave the chair that he's sitting on the porch. Correct. She wakes up for her morning routine, mm-hmm. and he has... Her father has a revelation. Yeah. he be, He's become aware, and he's recognized mm-hmm. from his remnant memory... His past. His past yes. of what's happening. And he says it to Dolores. You're assuming what it... You don't know mm-hmm. what it is... He whispers something in her ear, but you don't hear what it is. But it's actually some kind of consciousness awakening, and she's experienced it as well. And it, we got the idea that this is taking place in the future. Yes, obviously, because the technology is so good. And we won't go over every episode, but here's the interesting part. The second episode yes. shows you more about how you get to Westworld and all that stuff. Yeah. The second episode was actually supposed to be the pilot. They were going to extend it episode. Okay. And they changed it around. That's why they had a delay. They kind of changed some stuff. Mm-hmm. William and this other guy, humans, yeah, come to this Simpson. world. Yep. Yeah. They come to this world, and William is yes. this nice guy. His boss yep. or his coworker is this asshole. You realize before you walk mm-hmm. in, there's two walls. Yep. A wall of white hats. Yep. And a wall of black hats. And basically, Jimmy, or I'm sorry, uh, William won't cheat on. His girlfriend or wife, whoever he has back home yes. with the robots, his, he, his Jimmy buddy picks, Will. Yeah, he yep. picked. Yeah, he picks Jimmy. The white. Yeah, Willie. Will, he picks the white hat. His buddy's got a black hat. And uh, but here's the thing. Let's get some quick theories here. Yeah, we'll go quick, through it. Quick theories. Oh, by the way, Ed Harris is a man in black. Yes. Scary mother. He's looking for a maze, which he thinks is the next level of the game. 
So now yeah, there's theory. He, he's obviously been there for 30 years. Yes. And he knows the game inside and out and then the storyline. think he's a human. Yes. He knows the storyline inside and out. We mm-hmm. think he's human. And, well, he actually is able to kill the hosts and the hosts aren't able to shoot him. The robots, yes. Yeah, okay, they hosts. do hit him, but it doesn't, you know, this the, the special gun thing. So the man in black, Ed Harris does a great, cold-hearted man in black. And if you read the article that I posted, they describe him exactly of who he is, and it makes a lot of sense. At the end of the last episode, Anthony Hopkins is building a church and basically a whole new city. He's going to build yes. a whole new storyline, and it's alluding to something original, and I'm going to think it's probably something along... Well, I got some theories here, okay. and this is, these are not from my... This is from IGN website and a lot of other websites. I just start looking. All right, They're run them hooked. off. The Man in Black is actually Anthony Hopkins' strange son. And the robot child that Anthony Hopkins is talking to isn't Hopkins as a child, but rather his recreated son, the man in black, as a young kid. Mm. Probably yearning for some time when they were closer. I thought that was a little boy that came with the family. But you don't know if he's a robot or not. So, because remember, Hopkins gives him a line and his the, 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 the little kid says, my dad says the same thing. Yeah. Oh, and then he, then he, he gives an order that says, don't come back here anymore. Or uh, some, or it comes yep. kind of like a like a he would give the order to the computer replicant. Yeah, Hopkins is the one with the dead family, and the whole entire thing has been an attempt to bring them back in some form, mm. with certain hosts being his wife, son, etc. Mm. Uh, let's see, had a couple other ones. Uh, here's the one that I liked because there's this corporate board that you don't know is working. This corporate above Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, the guy that uh, uh, Bernard, the woman, uh, mm. that uh, the boss lady. Yes. Yeah. Westworld, this is from IGN reader Chisky. I like this one. Westworld is a distraction. It was created by management to cover their research and development of trying to create androids that can't be told apart from humans. Once they achieve this, they will start replacing world leaders and important figures with carbon copies they can control, a.k.a. ruling the world from the shadows. Mm -hmm. Anthony Hopkins sees it coming, which is why he's updating the machines to cause them to rebel or stop management from realizing its world domination basically building this church to well, get them to question their existence and then they start learning that could be yeah i i can buy into that because there is a theme that uh, bernard was conversation with the boss lady mm-hmm. there was some kind of reference in regards to that this is kind of like an experiment yep. too mm-hmm. the maze this is another person the maze is actually the supercomputer that controls everyone god Mm-hmm. And the incident 30 years ago, which I thought this too, was human extinction event and Anthony Hopkins might be the only one left. And he's building a world again. That's one of my, one of my theories. I like that one. That's mm-hmm. not my theory, but that's... Even uh, with the guests? They're robots you think too? That you think they're humans, but maybe not. Maybe those are the evolved robots that have started learning self-awareness. Is my? I thought, ah, oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's interesting, but it's J.J. Abrams, so you yep. never know. Ed Harris, the man in black, might be a tester. Uh, he's a host who's been programmed to play the game as a guest known exactly the right things to do to progress the game through uh, to see if they've missed anything. Uh, like when he killed Lawrence's wife and used the phrase, when we're hurt, the most is when we become the most... Uh, the, when we're hurt, the most is when we become the most real. Yeah, it's really... I thought it was like uh, the, most, the most emotional... Basic yeah, emotion so, yeah. makes you the most real. Yeah, most real. And that unlocked the girl... That unlocked Lawrence's daughter. Oh, yeah. Here, go to this location. Here's the maze. Okay, interesting. Here's another quick one. Ford's plan is, Anthony Hopkins, is to introduce religion. 
because the final limitation to overcome making in making robots, uh, basically making robots into humans, is to, to give them free uh, reign to make their own choices. Free uh, will and yeah. sentience. No matter how many choice trees you give a robot, the fact is they are still only doing what they are programmed to do, with million, even with millions of possible choices. So now that Ford has progressed the robots to the point that they are visually exactly the same as real people, the only thing left to do is slowly pull back those restrictions and give them basically free will. So Okay. Um, basically, once the church is established, Ford will wait for robots to search him out. When they find him, he will begin the process of reprogramming the robots with a moral code in preparation for setting them free uh, via remover of their source code restrictions. Mm-hmm. So basically he'll give them anything, you know, the, the morals and give them freedom to make their own choices. My other thought is maybe Hopkins is trying to make them so lifelike they'll take over humans. Because he even makes a comment about, you know, the human race has progressed as far as we have come, you know, as most as we can. As yeah, you know, he's, he's the uh, godlike figure in, mm-hmm. the, in the whole thing. But, you know, but the one thing that I do like about the thing when he's talking about remnant memories mm-hmm. for these reveries that is essentially giving them a history. Yes, yes. And that gives them a history and learned reactions, and that's what that's what uh, puts Abernathy over the top because he realizes what they're there for. I feel like, and they're there for basically for the whims, the abuse, the 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 rape, the killing, or whatever, over and over again. And that's why he's talking about, you know, that he comes up with the old school uh damnation from the west you know mm-hmm. type typical you know bible yeah. kind of things talking about your you know burn in hell and all that kind of stuff there's also been rumors that this takes place under uh, underwater the world is that's mm-hmm. why when they go in with the robots that are all dead you know the ones that they don't use anymore the water was just caving in mm-hmm. that's the one theory another theory it takes place on another planet uh humans still come there but they search them out this whole takes place mm-hmm. on another planet uh, this is, I I found this theory well, real quick obviously here. Obviously, it's several layers deep into the earth yes. because you've seen this escalator going somewhere. Yep, and it is just massive levels. Here's my last thing. I think, uh, and I read this online. I can't believe it. William, the good guy right now, the white the white hat, Jimmy Simpson. Yes, he is the man in black. He is his storyline is thirty years uh, before. He's now, it's a two different timelines that they're showing. And they said, if you look, the train is nicer when J- when uh, William gets off the train than when James Marsden did in the one episode. Mm-hmm. They said, things are, the buildings are a little bit cleaner. They said, it could be two different timelines. And you show the progression of how William becomes the man in black. Becomes Ed Harris. Maybe that could be. I like that idea. I like that it could be two different timelines. Could be, so. could be, but it, it doesn't match the timeline with uh, uh, Maeve, Maeve Malloy, the, mm-hmm. the, the prostitute. The prostitute. The, or the madam, we should Correct. say. Correct, the madam, yes. That doesn't, that timeline in there with the story doesn't match. But you don't know exactly where her timeline is. You know, I feel like there could be multiple timelines in it that they're not showing. Interesting. I like that. Uh, it idea. is interesting. Yeah, that makes that opens up a whole new whole new door of confusion for me. For, so here's my issue. I don't have HBO, so now I have to find a way to get HBO because I'm hooked on this fucking show. That's right. Uh, and I think at the end of the season, we're going to need to do a Westworld episode. 
I think we're going to need to on the podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week, too. Okay. Sorry, you know, guys, if you haven't watched Westworld. Yeah. But you need to. Jeff has now played on the computer. Jeff, we're done over here. We're done. Come on in. Now okay. you know how it feels like Game of Thrones. I apologize, guys, if we've gone long on the Westworld, but we love it. We like it. I love it. Oh, my God. It's I told... only two episodes. If I know it's so good. If you have your HBO Go login and yes. password, send it to Jason. Please. I need it. I so want it. I got to find a way to watch this shit. I love it. I have an HBO Go. I may have to uh, give you favors. How much? <laughs> How many? Uh, Whoa. Apparently, Nickel's giving out handies for favors. There so. You go. We actually have a lot more news, but uh, we're going to do that next week because Westworld went long. So let's just do the quickies then? Yep. Uh, Iron Fist uh, on Netflix will arrive March 7th, 2017. And the trailer came out. Yeah, the I saw the trailer. trailer. Saw the teaser trailer for Looks Iron good. Fist. I like uh, how his fist becomes the yellow, like the power. It glows. Oh. Do you like it? Did you like the it, trailer? It was a brief trailer. I mean, okay. I, I don't know what to expect yet, hey, but I'm four episodes now into Luke Cage. I know you're going to be shocked. One half episode still. Need to get caught up. I certainly didn't expect you. You're too busy watching Westworld. <laughs> yes, or Timeless. Oh, <laughs> if only I could go back in time and not watch that. Uh, <laughs> see what I did there? Nope, I didn't. Okay, good. Uh, you, you know what it takes to make a good time machine? What's that? Refrigerator magnets. That's right. Uh, Variety is reporting that it's between Tessa Thompson from Selma and Creed. Uh, separate movies, not the same. Uh, <laughs> Naomi Scott from Power Rangers and Zoe Kravitz from Mad Max Fury Road for the role of Hasana Solo, Han Solo's wife in the recent Star Wars comic, and she'll be uh, is up for the role in the new Han Solo film. So there you go. Hmm. Looks like his wife is going to be in there. Yay! So this is a previous is. wife from yes. before everything. Yes. Okay. Because in the comic books that are canon now. He's trying to talk. It's, uh, I think, the one that takes place after Empire Return. I forget which one. He gets married then? No, no. He's Princess Leia, I guess. They're talking about marriage, and then next thing you know, a ship lands, and it's, What are you doing with her? And Leia's like, Who is that? And he's like, That's my wife. So he never got divorced or got rid of her or whatever. Uh Or she didn't (laughs) die yet, or. Yeah. Does anyone care? So apparently they end up getting divorced sometime. Yes. Or she dies. Who knows? So, so so we're then assuming that Finn is going to be his son now. Oh is God! That what it's going to happen? <laughs> I then? hope not. No, no. Because in the comic book, she is African American. So. Yeah. And all the uh, ladies you listed there are African American. Yep. So I'm assuming really Finn's going have... to be his son or her son, maybe not his. I'm excited about Rogue Squadron. Not so much about Han Solo. Rogue One. Rogue Rogue Squadron. Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue, Rogue One's One. The name of the movie. Rogue One. Yep, never mind. <laughs> Rogue One. December, Sorry. So. Rogue yeah. One. So, uh, there is your news of the geek. Hello, Hobie listeners. We are you doing next September 22nd through the 24th, 2017? Jason, that's a year away. Well, sure it is. But you know what? It's never too early to plan for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Last year, we had Stan Lee. We had John Barrowman. And even Teddy Sears. Zip. He was fast. That's September 22nd through the 24th at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Check the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page out for all the news, or you can listen to Hobie and we'll be updating it as they release the new guest. Again, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 22nd through the 24th. Make your plans now. Do you like drama? Drama makes me emotional. 
That's what it's supposed to do. It's drama. It's dramatic. Do you like comedy? Do you like comedy? I love comedy, Johnny. It's the best thing there is. It takes your mind off all your troubles in your world. You know that there are children starving in Africa right now. Is that a joke? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Do you like Alyssa like Milano and Doctor Who? I love Alyssa Milano. She's like my favorite actress. I love Alyssa Milano too, but I think I might love Doctor Who more than Alyssa Milano. That is because you're a nerd. Yeah, I am. Drinking in the Park with Neil and Johnny, the internet's only Doctor Who Who's the Boss podcast. Except for that Dutch one. What a bunch of weirdos. Listen on neilandjohnny.com, droidscanada.com, and on the Tangent Bound Podcast Network. Bananas. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right, uh, we haven't had some box office reports in a couple weeks, so mm -hmm. we are going to talk about the latest bombs. Deepwater Horizon, total of $66 million worldwide on its $110 million budget. So Mark Wahlberg, I think I found an oil well. And that's after two weeks, I think, of that Two one or three. Out? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, I had no desire to see that film. And it's gotten decent reviews. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's great for the families. I mean, are there any proceeds from uh, this movie going to the families? Or is it all no going idea. to Marky Mark? There are no proceeds from this movie. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> well, there's not a lot. But if they did make any, would they give any to the families or the, that were lost Here's the, the thing. If they don't make, I doubt it. If they don't make the budget back, they're actually going to take money from the families that are suffering. <laughs> so that's always a good sign. You owe us $40 million because we bombed. <laughs> Actually, I mean, the U.S. government is going to make BP cover the losses. <laughs> <laughs> British Petroleum. Uh, going on, When the Bow Breaks still sits at 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's kind of actually higher than... That's an I'd awful it, score, though. Oh, it is an awful score, but that means 6% of the people liked it. We got new theme music? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Okay. Uh, going on with the top five of this week, uh, The Girl on the Train made $25 million in its opening weekend, $45 million budget. I have no idea what this it's is. About. Emily Blunt. Mm. No, she's is, an that, alcoholic. That's worth. Oh, this and, movie. And she's yeah, an okay. unreliable narrator because she witnesses a murder that she mm -hmm. could be or could not be involved in. They said it's kind of like Gone Girl. Yes. So, I don't know. Don't know. I, they said it's a famous book, like a popular book. I've never heard of it, but good for that. Well, I probably haven't heard of most books that yes. they make movies yes. out uh, of. People that have read the book actually speak very highly of it. Good. The book or the movie? The book. Oh, okay. And so they, actually there are people that are excited about the movie. Yeah, and if right. you're an Emily Blunt fan. Well, who isn't? You know, you could be excited about that too. Number two, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children made uh, another $15 million, total of $51 million on a $110 million budget. They think this is going to lose money, too. Uh, probably. I don't know if there's any call for this uh, worldwide or, you know, UK. I don't th this is Tim Burton, right? Yes. Yeah. He'll be in our buy-sell next because yeah. of this. <laughs> Uh, as we mentioned, Deepwater Horizon, another $12 million for its uh, $38.5 million. That's domestically. That's domestic. Okay, $66 yeah. million was worldwide yeah. on its $110 million budget. 
the Magnificent Seven, Woo! another nine million total of seventy-six million on its ninety million dollar budget. Then it only cost ninety million dollars. Yeah. I was kind of surprised by that, too. Yeah, I'm stunned by that. A big cast mm-hmm. with all that. Uh, obviously, you know. I think a lot of those guys. There's going to be some effects and a lot of stunts going on. It and Westerns me. are not cheap to make. No. Uh, I think a lot of it is when they have those big casts, I think they take a lot of the back end uh, if they make a big, big profit that on the could film. Be. Or did they just not pay their animators like <laughs> That's Sausage <true>. Party? <laughs> this is <laughs> real live. This is live action. <laughs> they didn't pay their key grip. Uh, I... I, I think I might actually just buy this movie when it comes out. I love westerns. Yeah, I, I would like to see it. I don't know if I'll get to it before I'll it leaves see the it theater. When it's for free on my cable. I'd be, dish. I'd be willing to actually pay for it, but yeah. I just haven't been able to. I haven't had time theater. to go to the movies, but if yeah. you gave me five of these movies here, this would be the one on the list I'd go see. No, no, next one. The next one. Storks. Oh, that looks so great. A total of $50 million on a $70 million budget. That looks so bad. Like, it, even for a kid's movie, that looks it bad. It looks like one of the more terrible uh <laughs> It's Planes <laughs> territory. We're getting into Planes uh, territory. It looks worse than Planes looked. I haven't seen Planes to judge. but Planes Storks, 2 was better. Planes Storks better. looks worse than Planes looked. I'll okay. just put it that way. That's right. They moved on from delivering babies to regular packages for Amazon or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that yeah. what we talked about? And then they deliver a baby by accident. And then they get back into the baby business? I don't know. I'm going to say yes. Sure. Or Amazon took over delivering babies. <laughs> Procreating. <laughs> Would you like to procreate? <laughs> Put well, in the actually, have you seen the new Amazon.com commercial? No. Where they got hot-looking babes in high heels delivering your boxes? Apparently, I missed that commercial. I missed that commercial. It just came out. It was on today. I'm like, what the heck commercial is this, Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, they're advertising they're now delivering high fashion through Amazon.com. And stripper grams. Apparently, <laughs> same day, same, same day delivery. <laughs> same day from Amazon. You're expecting a high heeled hottie from a Victoria's Secret. Instead, you're just going to get a drone. That's all you're getting. Yeah. Uh, upcoming. Uh, upcoming. Uh, opening October 14th. Uh, we've got the accountant, which looks good. Horrible title. Te- yeah, it was ooh, a movie about accountancy. Yes. Ben Affleck. Show came out in April during tax season. Oh, that would have been perfect. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Or right after uh, the April 15th, so all the accountants can then, when they're go done, can go see it. Or it would yeah. even be better would be to be like a high stress. It'd be like, I need your receipts before April 15th, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I can't finish your return. Another Ben Affleck movie that comes out during the wrong season. Reindeer Games came out in April. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kevin Hart, what now? Colon. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Kevin Hart, colon, what now? Question mark. Is this a comedy movie? I'm assuming it's it's a stand-up. It's about a stand-up. Okay. Yeah. It's about a stand-up or is Kevin Hart doing stand-up? It's a stand-up. Kevin Hart's doing stand-up. Oh, okay. So It's a stand-up special. Yes. And what So why is it a movie? (laughs) Are we going to release it in the movies? Yeah. You know, kind of like Eddie Murphy Raw. They've done it. Martin Lawrence, Run, Tell, Dad. Okay. They're releasing it in the movie. The King of Comedy. Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Uh, Oh, my God. The Comedians of Comedy Tour. Mm, That's a good one. I saw Uh, that one in the theater. Vince Vaughn's version. What was that one? He did one. Was he part of the Comedians of Comedy? He might have been. I think he might have been the executive producer of that. Yeah. (sighs) And then the next one. 
Max Steel. I saw the preview today for the first time. I saw a commercial yesterday for the first time. It this... looks terrible. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. I actually had to go read the, the IMDb summary uh-huh. of this, and I'm like, a dude with his alien buddy formed together to be a superhero with a steel fist? Is that what it is? A steel fist? Oh, he's well, Fisto. Fisto! Something <laughs> like that, the, yes. And in, in the commercial, yeah. uh, the alien buddy or whatever he meets up with them and i suppose the alien like becomes like an iron man suit around him what? yeah they and they're flying through the air like you, you symbiotic you you or i try to purge my memory from that <laughs> that's what i got from the commercial i, I saw. saw your dad told me to be your friend or yeah. something like that I'm like, yeah so oh. they were friends and i didn't realize it was an alien i thought it was a uh experiment oh uh, my God. an ai or something but it looks better than mac and me that's a positive. Um, Mac and me. I, I guess, and looks better than Starboy or whatever that was. Uh, Star Kid. Star Kid. I don't know that you one. You should look that up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it does not look it. I don't even know, like, I, I didn't even hear anything about it. Like, this has to bomb, right? I can't see it going well. Like you said, the, the, the ads we saw the first one two days ago, <laughs> yeah. and Blake hasn't even seen one yet. No. Okay. Uh, uh, buy, sell. Buy, sell. Emily Blunt. Buy. Buy. Uh, she's high, though. I don't at care. The moment. Do I don't care. Buy high? I'm buying. How high is she right now? How Pretty high? Good. You, you think her, her things are all that high? I mean. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I'd buy her, too. I, <laughs> why are we debating? We're well, buying. I, we debate? <laughs> well, I suppose, I mean, she's, is she going to be, or is it still rumor that she's going to be... Uh, in a Marvel film? Yeah. Yeah, she's supposed to be rumored in... But it, until it's official, I'm sure... Her, she's probably medium. I think she's going to go going up, up once she gets into a Marvel film. She's above a penny stock. She's yes. above a penny stock. Uh, uh, right. Buy, sell, Tim Burton. Sell. If you still have uh, Tim Burton, have just stock, get rid of it. should have sold it a long time ago. Yeah. What was that vampire one he did? Dark oh. Shadows? Yes. Uh, Probably should have sold before that. <laughs> pretty much uh, the sequel to Alice in Wonderland should have killed off anything if Maybe you had any. he just needs to stop making movies with Johnny Depp. I thought you just said stop yeah. making movies. I think he's or honestly, honestly, he's probably at an all-time low right now. So you so. might as well buy him <laughs> no. cheap. No, I'm, not, I'm still not buying do him. You do, you th- I, do you think I, he has a chance of coming out with something? I would buy good. him cheap. And then since I owned his stock, I could actually tell him, stop making movies with Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe he'll skyrocket again. If only he'll do the next Pirates movie. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool him to do a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. No, no. Let's just stop with the Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean movies. <laughs> All right, everyone's favorite time, our top five lists, because we just love lists. Top five! Uh, This week, Jason, what is our top five? From Blake. Top five favorite songs that make you feel like a badass. I wasn't quite sure how to take that. So yeah. I pretty much did the you know top five songs that like just pump me up. Yeah, know, that's what I did. Yeah, that's what it kind of okay. is. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I make me the, feel like a badass. Yeah. I took I a lot yeah. from my phone, my running uh, playlist, the ones I run to. So um, I, I did the same thing, except I don't have a running playlist. You have an eating playlist. 
uh, close. Oh, that was rough. Cooking playlist. <laughs> cooking playlist. <laughs> as he's getting ready before he eats. Sorry. Yeah, Jeff. I don't even cook though. So <laughs> the drive well, through. The drive through. Dominoes. He gives that pump up music when he's looking at the mirror. <laughs> oh damn it! My fingers are too fat. I hit the wrong <laughs> buttons. No. He's <laughs> playing Mary Mandalore. No. no, that's uh, one of my pump-up oh, okay. songs. Very Manlow. Come on. Well, Blake, you can go first. What's your number five? If you guys give me, if anybody says "I of the Tiger," I'm going to kick your ass here tonight. While listening to my number one pump pump-up song. So you're saying I should change my list then? <laughs> yeah. I the Tiger. I can't wait till how many times. I, mean, I can change that if you want me to. Don't. No, don't do it. <laughs> okay, what's your number five? See, if you start man bunning, I'm going to kick your ass too. There's no man bunning. I'm not man bunning. <laughs> yeah. I can't play music on here because and we don't and, write. And no, no, you, no, no, no. If you fair hit, use, uh, this is uh, we are discussing the a review, the music discussing in, in a uh, whatever quality. Money we are, we are allowed to shit. use clippets of the songs okay, while we yeah. are uh, reviewing them. That's right. Okay. And and if you hipsterize your beard, Jeff, I'm going to kick your ass. I ain't hipsterizing my beard. There you go. Thank you. Stay with the Grizzly Adams. I, like I mean, it. he had a beard. Stay with the Ewok, <laughs> big hairy Ewok look. You were good. Uh, Blake, what's your number five? <laughs> I like Public Enemy. Welcome to the Terror Dome. Ah, okay. From uh, Fear of a Black Planet. Okay. Look at you. That's Did I get right. you pumped up? That's your number five? That's right. I don't know how much of the song we're allowed to play, because now I'm scared I'm going to yeah, get you sued. Can play, you can play enough that, to get your point across anyway. Oh, yeah. So you get started up here. It's good sampling. It's when sampling was starting to come into its own, right? You're reviewing it? You're saying it's Black good? Planet. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. Welcome to the Terror Dome. So I'm going to go next because I just want to piss you off. All right. <laughs> My number five. Uh, you've never heard it. It's from the Bleachers. They're a newer band. Uh, I want to get better. Gets me pumped up. I don't right. know it. Okay. And you're going to play a clip? No, no, no. Because oh, okay. I want to get to my tie because I hobied it. Did you fucking hobie on me? I have the tiger at number five. That's there my number you five. You're taking my number five off. <laughs> you how did you not have Eye of the Tiger? That is the ultimate it's pop Rocky. up song. That is so horrible. It's the Eye of the Tiger. So thrilling. It's horrible. You say that like cheesy 80s and is a bad thing. And it's tied to Rocky. Three. The good three. movie. Oh, Rocky Three was a good movie. No. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of fight. Rising up to the challenge of our rivals. <sighs> and the last known survivor stalks on, Blake, prey dance with me. No. And he's watching us all with the eye of the tiger. <laughs> I heard my voice. So that's our number five. Uh, yeah, I suppose I could throw a tie with nope, it. Nope, nope, nope. You, uh, you can't change it. I, I had an honorable mention that I was deciding between those two, but... Uh, oh, God. You but know you, what? I'm going to no, do it. I have an honorable mention. Go I got ahead. a tie at five. Go ahead. Go tied ahead. Tied with fine. Eye of the Tiger is John Bon Jovi's... Ooh. Uh, I forgot the name of the song because I didn't write it down. It's My Life? No. Oh. John Bon Jovi's... Oh, John uh, Bon Jovi's. Uh, the the one from the Young, Young Guns? Guns two soundtrack. Oh jeez, uh, one to dead or alive? No, Blaze of Glory. Oh, okay. Blaze of Glory. Oh come on! I like Bon Jovi a lot. I love yeah, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi yeah. makes you feel like a badass. Bon Jovi pumps me up. You watch your dirty whore mouth over there. <laughs> you. you watch it. 
This is I turning didn't into shoot comedy, first, but I drew. First I thought this blood. would be like cool and interesting. This turned into comedy music selections. Who on Twitter had eighteen eye rolls from Blake? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Peace Sells, but Who's Buying by Metallica? Because ah. if there's oh, a new yeah. way, okay, I'll be the first right. in line. But better work this time. You know, Metallica sold out. Every night. Did I say Metallica? Yes. Oh, Megadeth. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. No, not Metallica. There's <laughs> no Metallica on my list. You said what? Metallica. If I said Metallica, I misspoke. Megadeth. Oh. Megadeth. Dave Mustaine, formerly of Metallica, went on to become in a better band. Okay. Okay. If there's a new way, I'll be the first in line. But better work this time. All right. What do you mean I can't be president of the United States of America? <laughs> it's still we the people, right? Is that Trump's theme song? Could be. Down the hall. What do you mean I don't believe in God? I speak to him every day. I would rather hear a song snippet. Oh, Although you yours is pretty entertaining, though. <laughs> I do admit. I, I didn't actually get my song. Your interpretation like is yeah. very good, yeah. Good. Um, I, I like it. I my like number one, four. I like, better, I like that. I like your singing there better than Eye of the Tiger. Uh, well, my singing is better than most things. Yeah, in Bon Jovi. Okay. Now my, uh, my number four is uh, Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do For You. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Blake almost exploded. <laughs> oh. uh, no, uh, my number four is uh, Eminem. Lose yourself in the moment. I you love. Like it? I love. That gets me pumped up. I, I got a quick. It. You got a quick sample. I do not actually. I was trying to see it. I don't think I. Oh, it's not, it. not even on your same. iTunes. No, I thought For I had music it. collection. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll but get what, it. Here. What, what about it makes you pumped up? What, what it makes you feel badass, right? You feel just like putting like, on a hoodie part and of, j- jump, j- part jump, of it jumping is around the like movie. Eminem? He's looking in the mirror and he's just psyching himself up. And I feel like if I'm running that, I feel like, okay, I'm ready. I can do this. I can do this. And uh, lose yourself in the moment. That's so. right, and good. Brittany Murphy just gets you pumped up, doesn't it, Jeff? Brittany yeah, Murphy. Yeah, Brittany Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least when she was alive. When she was alive. I was hey, alive or dead version. Hey. Oh, Brittany, it's okay. We love All you. Right, so, Go ahead. Do, do, do we uh, prepare everybody to make sure that they're able to listen and stop and download these songs for their own pump up? We could you know, versions, and they can call it like they can call it like the Blake but, list, and then there'd be the Jason list, and there'd be the Jeff list. It's just the Hobie list, or just you know, or make it all wrapped together for the Hobie. Is this where you bought spaghetti? Yeah, you barf spaghetti? Yeah. yeah. His mom's spaghetti? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I like that song. That's all yeah. right. I like that better than and there's Bon no Jovi Pfeiffer. and Eye of the Tiger. It's the Eye of the Tiger. It's a thrill. What's your number four, Blake? Uh, my number four. I, I got to go here. Uh, this will get me started up. Fuck you like an animal? Just like, you know, Trent Reznor. No, it's not called Fuck You Like an Animal. <laughs> it's called Closer. Closer. Sorry, sorry. Right, it's from the downward spiral, and eventually get to it. Yes. See, I can get this started. It'll get me started moving slowly, and you keep pumping it up and keep going higher and higher, and you're like, yeah, all right. Well, what's your number three? My number three. Well, my number three is a. Uh, it's also one that I like to drive fast to, mm-hmm. and if you uh, listen to it, you cannot not get pumped up by this song. 
you're a fan of ministry. Is that Katy Perry? No, this is Thieves. What if you're not a fan of ministry? It's from The Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste, or you can get it from The Greatest Hits. Kind of sounds like Ugly Kid Joe. <laughs> it's got a great drum beat, of course, is the electrical, but when it starts moving mm-hmm. and you're driving, this is what you're going to get a speeding ticket to eventually when you're pushing over 90 miles an hour on a highway. feel like that with a lot of Kelly Clarkson songs. And if the cop pulls you over, just keep it going, he'll be like, oh, okay, that's cool. Be, oh, you're listening to Ministry? You're listening uh, to Ministry? Go ahead. Go. Yeah, I'd like to meet the cop that will let you off for listening to Ministry. I heard, and I don't know how true it is, that if when the cop comes up to your car and you have classical music yes. going, they'll be more apt to let you go. I've heard that, too. I, I wonder if that's an old wives' tale. Probably. Can I do my number three? You actually yes. might like my number three. All right, let's go ahead let's with your see. number three. All right, I like, I like some Zeppelin. Cashmere. Cashmere is very good. I love Zeppelin. I, you just like the... I love Zeppelin. I may not like a lot of uh, old school music that you guys like, Beatles, uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, but I love Zeppelin. I love Zeppelin. But uh, So Cashmere. It, Zeppelin's all right. Cashmere is probably one of their best, so yeah. I'll agree with you on that. But uh, And I love Stairway to Heaven, but it just takes too long to get to that part to get pumped uh, up. So, uh, that's my number three. You want to get pumped up incredibly slowly in eight minutes. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slow, you'll slowly crescendo. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, what's your number three? Like well, a stairway to heaven. If... What is that? That's the beginning of it. Oh. But uh, I don't know if anybody can hear that. Eh. Yeah, they can. Uh, it is uh, Foo Fighters. In your honor. Yeah. Foo Fighters was a lot of honorable mentions. Basically, anything any, anything on their greatest mm. hits albums you yeah, put in I there. had about seven Foo Fighters mm. ones, but this is the one that really just gets me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to call Domino's. Yeah! I'm calling <laughs> yeah. him! Yeah. Pizza. Yeah. Fuck you, Domino's. I can't hit it. I'll do full Rosa. No. <laughs> okay. But, so it's yeah. got some great crescendo build up there yeah. on the guitar That's the problem. It's great build up. It's not really the part that I really want to. We're waiting. <laughs> Still waiting. But, but Still it might waiting. take a little bit. But yeah. It's good podcasting right now. Oh, it's a great okay. podcast. Okay, what's your number two? What's your number two? Do you have the, the, the drums are coming? The drums are coming, I swear. The British are coming? The British no. are coming! The British are coming! Alright, well, they're not coming apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long crescendo. Uh, it makes two of you. Okay, moving on. Uh, what's your number two? Uh, let's see. Let's get my number two. If this is queued up or not. I hope so. Oh, yeah, some little femmes action. Some violent femmes. This is Kiss Off. Okay. Yeah, this is a good Kiss Off song. Pretty much side one of the Violent Femmes self-titled album. All yeah. of it will do it's it. It's all very good. I like it. Kiss Off. You're right. It's like Kiss Off. Yeah. They can all just kiss off into the air. Okay. Oh, I missed but, that one. I, I would put that on my honorables, yes. Well, I like they, that one. It's a good one. Well, this is basically because of uh, our minor league hockey team in Cincinnati, I can't get enough of it. Uh, and it got me pumped up when I used to go to a lot of their games. And it's still a great one. It's oldie, but a classic. <laughs> oh, Thunderstruck. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big ACDC fan, but that song gets you pumped up no matter what. You're so. right. I, I, I do like that song. I don't own any ACDC songs, but I mm-hmm. like them. You know yeah. what I mean? That's uh, Yes, yeah, so I got Thunderstruck as my number two. What's your number two, Blake? Uh, we're on number three. No, we're on number two. 
five. You came back around four, three, and you know, two. All right, so I have a six on my top five list. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and keep it. Okay. Because I can, because I kind of like it. It's the uh, Sublime. It's the April 29th, 1992. Okay. I like it when it gets into. It's kind of like a. If you can get kind of like a ska reggae pump up. Mm-hmm. Let it burn, let it burn, let it burn. It's like, like a kind of. You got a lot of Mighty Boss Stones in there? Mighty Mighty Boss Stones? Yes, but I don't have many pump up songs, <laughs> unfortunately. Mighty Mighty Boston CD. Yeah, it's good stuff. So you were doing this for legal things. It's a good song, right? Good yeah, song. Exactly. Good pump-up song. It's nice stuff. I like it. Well, what's your 2A pick? All right, my 2A pick. Yeah, you can't go wrong with any Rage Against the Machine. Killing in the name. Okay. Although, the other one that I would pick with another Rage would be, uh, you know, with the... Um... Oh, they had another song? Oh, yeah, they got tons of them. <laughs> they got tons of them, but they got like, one like good the, one. I like the cover they did, like the Renegades of Funk is also pretty well. It's another good pick-you-up song. It's kind of like saying I have a lot of impressions. None of them are good, but, you know, I have a lot of impressions. It's <laughs> all good stuff. Bulls on Parade to be another one. It's no, it's no Katy Perry. Roar. <laughs> What's your number one, Blake? What? Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we are. Number, number one. We're number going one. back. Okay. okay. <laughs> Rage Against Machine. Rage Against one Machine. One song. All right. I'm going to just want to watch the one bun. See, my one good impression. Good impression? The impression. <laughs> Barely. Right. What's, your, what's your number one, Blake? What you got? Something Nick Albright? Same thing. Same thing. Same yeah. in the membrane? No, but it's <laughs> House of Pain. Okay. Oh, I listened to House of Pain when I want to feel better about myself. That was it. that's your number one? Yeah, this is a song I was listening to when I got inspired by it. It's the same, okay. the same motherfucker that I ever was. <laughs> you kind of creeped me out when you're staring at me and saying it. You're kind of singing to me. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, come on. Doesn't get you out, man. Not no. At all. no, 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 no. <laughs> That's fine. I'd you, say that you might know. be your most lackluster number one I've ever heard. I like this song. <laughs> I, I'd rather listen to Survivor. Go it's right the eye of the tiger. Oh, yeah, it's the thrill of a fight. <laughs> okay. So, uh, my number one is everybody that listens knows that I love Shine Down. So it is uh, Shine Down. Uh, I dare you. Uh, I dare you. I not. like Shine Down. Oh, oh that's, that's pink. That's pink. We don't want pink. <laughs> uh, no, it's I dare you. Pretty much, I could do almost all of Shine Downs because they get you. Some days when I'm having a rough day at work, this will get you going. So, uh, so I'm going to, and it's going. Does it make you want to speed though when you listen to it on the? Yes. It yes. does. How yes. fast do you go? Uh, Fifteen. <laughs> wow through twice, the neighborhood twice as fast as you this normally is, go this is my other one though number one I can't believe I almost forgot it my one egg I tie uh-huh. this really is probably this actually might be top above the shine down Machine Head by Bush yeah that's alright oh it's better than uh shut up House of Pain <laughs> anyways <laughs> Machine Head beautiful song Machine Bush. Head good I love it 
Love it. And it was on Fear, the movie, uh, with Marky Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon, so you can't go wrong with that. You probably could you go, could, wrong, you with can't go wrong with that. So I'm going Machine Head Bush. What is yours, Jeff? Number one. Are you is this uh, Living Color? This is not Cult living. of Personality? No, That's a good not. one. I like that one. I do like it, but no. You just listen to FDR. Uh, no, this is Winston. The one band I always go to whenever I want to get pumped up and go for it. Iron Maiden. Queensryche? Oh. Iron Maiden, baby. <laughs> Judas Iron Priest. Maiden. Ace is high. Judas Priest is good, but... Ace is high? Ace mm-hmm. is high. Not, it's not Run to the Hills? Well, well I'm running to the hills, hills trust it's, me. It's what I listen to in the yeah. thing, but... Ace is high is 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 the probably the best to get you pumped up. There you go. Okay. Okay. Well, let me. Do you have any honorable mentions, Jeff? I turned it into my list. Okay, I good. I have no bon honorable Jovi. mentions. I've got a ton of them. Oh, give me some quick ones. I like uh, Velvet Revolver, Slither. That's a good one. That's Velvet a good Revolver's one. Good. Did you turn uh, that off? Oh, uh, yeah, hold on. No, no, I'm getting pumped anymore. up. I'm sorry. Sorry. Calm down. <laughs> uh, Buck cherries lit up. Oh, no. God. Hate you don't cherry. like it? How about, uh, you guys may not know, Gravity Kills, Guilty? Nope. Sounds, nope. I might have known that, but I can't place it. Alice in Chains' Rooster. Uh, oh, that's that's little, not the Alice in Chains one I would pick. But it's a little little one. It's, yeah, uh, that, that, that just is too slow. That doesn't have the get behind you to get you. Yeah, you don't speed the rooster. No. No, that's true. Uh, <laughs> one I would I I like Prodigy. There's two from Prodigy. One's uh, Smack My Bitch Up, Smack My, yeah, which is no, not that. about women's abuse. It's a British term to pump things up. And I also like uh, Invaders Must Die. Did you ever hear that one? Mm-hmm. It's that pretty one good I don't one. Know. That's a good one. Invaders Must Die. I got a whole bunch of them, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I can keep going. Well, we got a couple going. listener ones. Yay. Um, <laughs> He's just mad we didn't like his number one. Uh, That's okay, because I'm the same motherfucker as I ever was. <laughs> Catching dick out or something, I don't right. know. Randall Holt, RJ Holt, 666. Uh, he has Slayer, uh, War en- Ensemble. Never got into yeah, Slayer. Any so. speed medals, I guess, would be pretty good. Painkiller by Judas Priest. Wow, that's after Judas Priest like, stopped uh, being good. He, did he like Eat Me Alive? Well, hold on, I'm getting there. <laughs> Battery by Metallica. Battery! Uh... Drag the Water by Pantera. And I'm figuring this is his number one. Be Quick or Be Dead by... Iron Maiden. There you go. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, Randall Holt. Uh, there's not a lot of Bon Jovi on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Bon Jovi. Heno gave us Bon Jovi, didn't he? Uh, Heno did not respond to this one. I'm oh. a little upset with Heno. He did not respond to this one. <laughs> he can send it in late. Chris, for, uh, Chris at 365 Flicks had uh, ACDC Back in Black. Uh, Stone Cold, the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme <laughs> music. I, I could give him that. <laughs> with, with the lyrics. Uh-huh. Gangster's Paradise. Uh, Amish Paradise I can agree with. Godzilla, Come With Me. Do I know that? I don't know. And it, it, it's not Go Go Godzilla, is it? No, I don't think so. Okay. And Smells Like Teen Spirit. So. Well, you know, Godzilla, he could have gone with uh, Rage Against the Machines, No Shelter. Yes. <laughs> You you act like I know music. I really Rage don't. Machine's got a lot of pump up music. Yeah. I could I could have listed. Well, I actually have one, two, three, four, five. Now no shelter would be six. I got a lot of impressions. I used to make a whole Rage Against the Machine. I suppose you could, but 
pretty much they all sound the same, so one yeah, song should do it. Yeah, there's a lot of similarity. It. It's true. It's not Katy Perry-like. No, uh, it's definitely not Katy Perry. Professor number one, doctor number one. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Near. Far. Wherever you are. <laughs> White Christmas. Uh, oops, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> I played with my heart. Blah, 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 blah. I like this one. I want it that way. Bye, bye, bye. Nope, that's no, the wrong bye, one. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I want it that way. Take it, Blake. Come no. on, Blake. Tell Take it, Blake. Why. Tell me why. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, not the crappy McCartney version, though. Then what version? I don't know. He My version? I don't That's th- like the one song I can play on the piano. The Muzak version. Mm, I don't know if I would go with that one. Uh, anything by Paul McCartney. Man, that gets you pumped up. Imagine. Oh, Imagine gets me pumped up. Uh, that's not... That's uh, John Lennon. I know it's Paul John McCartney. Lennon. Well, I know that. Anything by Paul McCartney gets me pumped up. Imagine. Well, you know what? <laughs> Is this what professor number one actually meant? No, that might have been what uh, Randall Holt meant, though, because I know he's a big fan. You know, I could actually watch this video. It's actually fun to watch. The movie's great to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's your top five for the week. Uh, bad idea of the week, number 569. Letting Jason t- uh, list a top five of anything about music. <laughs> uh, that's a good thing not to do. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. we let him do it anyway. Uh, you know, unfortunately, next week, we uh, we did not get to it this week. We're going to have to talk about the Emoji Movie next week. Can we please talk about that? Do we have to? Do oh, we we're talking about must it. Must we do the Emoji? Uh, and watch Westworld. It's well worth your time. Uh, and Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. From Walking Dead to Talking Heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history of not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad, so bad. The history of bad, it's bad. The history of bad.